right, Rob, I'm pretty sure they just stuck us here to watch this Michael character because they really don't want to hang around with us anymore. Yeah, I got to tell you, I've had this itch ever since I got turned. Yeah, I know being a werewolf isn't all it's cracked up to be. Like the other day, I like thought I grew like a third nipple, but it was just this really gross tick on me and I had to have it like taken off, which oh. made me want to throw up. Now, did you burn it off? Because, you know, if you if you just pull it off, the head will get stuck and then you, you don't want Lyme disease or anything. Yeah, no, I use that whole Vaseline thing where you like put Vaseline, you make it like suffocate so you could take it off. It's oh, really okay. gross. Good, yeah. Good. Yeah. I, I thought this would be way more fun than it is being a werewolf. I got to be honest with you. I did because I remember when like we were doing American Werewolf in London and we were talking about how we would be the only bald werewolves and you know all this and that and it, it just sounded so cool but re- the I reality know. is far from it. I know it's always that way it's always like the, uh, a, a bill of sale is never quite as fun as they make it out to be. Yeah like when we got turned into vampires I mean it's the same damn thing. Exactly. 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 You know, in that party they invited us to, they were like treating us like scum. We, you know what? It, we can't help ourselves. They really didn't give you a manual with this stuff. And I mean, the way they were like looking at me at the party, I mean, I mean, my, my butt itched. So I just kind of scooted across the floor. And then all of a sudden they're all like yelling at me. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I, I think I might have worms. Well, you did leave a long skid mark along that floor. Well, I didn't mean to. I just, I don't know. This is not like what it's supposed to be. It's it's not cracked up to what it's supposed to be. I'm just kind of disappointed in everything. Yeah. I thought, honestly, I thought it would be much cooler too. I was hoping for it. Yeah. I think they just stuck us down here to like, so we were away from them and we weren't going to see any action. We're just going to stand here in front of this Michael guy and watch him just writhe around in pain, I guess. I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. Oh, hey, did, is that gunshots? I hear that's totally gunshots. Oh my God, that Celine chick's coming. I bet you all the money in the world. Oh my God, what are we going to do? What are we, we going to do? We better get ready. Uh, uh, oh, I, yeah. I'm going to get undressed here because it's yeah, time I to am wolf too, out. But put our clothes where we can find them because last time we threw them in that like clothing donation thing and that was a bad idea. Oh, we get yeah. We had to walk around town naked for hours. It was a little weird. Can you help me with this e-collar? I can't. Can't really undo it myself. Can you? Hang on, hang on. I gotta find the button. Okay, yeah. It makes oh. it really hard to clean myself too with that collar around my. Yeah. Neck. Where the hell is the button? Did did they have a button for this thing? They probably didn't, just to be mean to me. Ah. Oh. Okay. I got an idea. Maybe if you turn, you know, okay. as your body reshapes itself, it'll kind of just like pop the collar off on its own. Oh, I see what you're saying. All right. So you ready? Yeah. Let Let's do it. itself had become more perilous. The weapons had evolved. But our orders remained the same. Hunt them down and kill them off, one by one. They are the immortal damned. One family lusting for power and wealth. The chain has never been broken. Not in 14 centuries. Another driven by revenge. Soon we'll defeat the vampires on their own ground. Do you see this human? He's attractive. I can't be positive, but I'm beginning to think the Lycans are following him. Hello, Michael. Why are they after you? 
are you people? You're in the middle of a war that's been raging for the better part of a thousand years. A blood feud between vampires and lichens. Werewolves. Now, a decision must be made. Why did you bring him here? You saved my life. Between an oath sworn centuries ago. Her human. He's not a human at all. He's a lichen. And the power. There can't be no such union. Greater than vengeance. You'll be lucky if I can convince the Kaisal to spare your life. Absolution will be yours the moment you kill Michael. all you midnight mass creature casters out there thank you again for joining us this time judging from that trailer we're going to be going in a deep dive into the underworld from two that two sorry two 2003 it's hard to talk with my werewolf fangs um now of course we'll be doing spoilers and this film was actually a listener pick for us so neither one of us chose it we're happy to do it but neither one of us chose it that's right uh friend of the show uh, Dirk, and he wrote in to me that he would like us to cover Underworld because he loved Blade so much. And so this is for you, Dirk and Frost. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yes. So I'm excited about this. Now, did you, I'm assuming you've seen the movie before. Is that correct? Oh, I mean, obviously. Many, many, many times. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. And are you, do you enjoy it? I love it. I, I'm a fan of the entire Underworld franchise. Okay, now don't come at me, bro, but am I right? Is there There's five movies in the franchise, is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Thank you. Okay, I wanted to do my due diligence before we even carried on, so I want to make sure. Okay, yeah, so there's five movies. Um, and I, when did you first see it, Rob? Oh, I saw this one actually when it came out. Okay, I did too as well. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I did so too. So that was 2003, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I'm sorry. It, yeah, it was. I'm sorry. Yeah, because then after that one, we get the evolution in 2006. Okay. Ri yeah. Rise of the Lycans in 2009. Yep. Awakening in 2012. And then Blood Wars in 2016. And I believe there's a video game. I don't know if you know about that or anything. No, I didn't know anything about the video game. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. No, I didn't write anything about it. I just noticed that there when I was looking up the number of films in the franchise and everything, it mentioned a video game too. Apparently there's an underworld video game floating around out there. Interesting. I'm gonna have to find out about that, see what it see what it looks like. Exactly. And slide into the tightest like what leather gear that you have to, to begin <laughs> playing it. <laughs> um now. I want to say that, like, I did see it in 2003, and I I know I had bought the DVD of it, but I think it's been, like, a couple of decades since I've actually watched it since then, if that makes sense. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I was watching it, and I'm like, I, 
Like I remembered scenes, but like I did not remember the story really much at all. I knew it was like vampires versus like werewolves, lichens, but that's the basic gist. I remember the plot pretty much. I didn't remember at all. <laughs> okay. Yeah. See, I, this was my main consumption. <laughs> um, this movie, when it came out, I remember seeing the previews because I watched a lot of sci-fi network at that time. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, when I saw the previews, I was like, holy crap, I'm going to the movie theater and I'm watching this movie. And uh, then I'm going to buy the DVD when it comes out and I'm going to watch that a hundred more times. Um, but yeah, I talked my friend into it. He was, I don't know, he was never into like any kind of movies. I don't think he liked music that much either. But like, I was like, hey man, we got to see this movie. It's totally badass. But you know, he probably just humored me. Uh, because there he's like, is there going to be girls in the movie theater? I'm like, of course there's going to be girls in the movie theater. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, what do you think? Probably nerd girls, but girls nonetheless. Uh-huh. Right. Um, but yeah. And when I saw this movie, I fell in love with, uh, Kate Beckinsale, Celine. Um, and I was like, I'm buying this DVD. This, this is going to be mine. <laughs> and I remember when I got the DVD, I must have watched this like once a week at least. Holy cow. Yeah, she's pretty kick ass. I I uh I like the look of of her, if that makes sense. Like just her guns and the, the like the tight leather clad, you know, head to toe. Yeah. Um, yeah, like the kind of severe short haircut. I like how um, badass she is. Like she just does oh yeah, she's fearless. And she just kicks ass and it's like, it's not about girl power. It's just about like, this is how she was brought up and she's mm-hmm. getting revenge for her family. Like that kind of thing. Right. Right. Exactly. Which it's, I think it's kind of cool that it's not really revealed why, you know, she's all these things until much later in the movie. Right. I think if they led with that, it might've, it might've just killed like the, uh, the character for the film. Yeah, I kind of like that they kind of revealed that much later in the movie. I thought that was pretty cool. I like uh, the revelation of like how everything is tied together as, you know, we find out the the story behind Lucian and, um, you know, how Craven and Lucian and, you know, they all everyone's tied together, kind of. It, yes, it's very. Uh, it's very much. To me, it's like the Matrix meets a Shakespearean play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I read that in your description. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it is. Because like the, uh, you know, I think the Matrix was ninety nine, I believe. Um, and like a lot of the like uh, slow mo to like, you know, uh, fight scenes, you know, and it speeds up a little bit. And like they, you know, she'll jump in the air and spin around, and get, like the camera angle goes real, real slow. And then she jumps over and lands and it goes really fast again and stuff. Um, that to me is a matrix aspect, but then like the, the like ultra kind of convoluted plot with so many characters in it, that's very Shakespearean <laughs> to me. Um, yeah. Cause boy, at the beginning, like, I'm like, there were so many characters. I'm like, who are all these people? Luckily, most of them get, you know, Spoiler alert, killed like in the first like five minutes. So I'm like, okay, right. you really, really even didn't know who these people were. That's yeah, where like- the confusion came in for me. Uh, probably on the first maybe 10 watches, I was like, there's too many people. I, I don't know what's going people, on. Yeah. And they all kind of look the same. 
uh, like dress wise, they all look like they came from like a leather convention. Yeah. BDSM convention. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. And uh, they kind of look the same. They have that, that dark hair. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? There's like really not much difference between the way the werewolves look and the vampires look, you know? So it's, you almost right. need like a scorecard or something. Yeah. <laughs> like the only way you'd be able to tell the werewolves apart from the vampires is the werewolves look dirtier, I guess you could say. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Whereas the vampires are kind of leather clad, clean looking, um, very organized while the wolves look rather disheveled. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> and even then you don't really pick that up until like, almost halfway through the film, I think. Right. That's true. Cause then you find out that they're living in the sewers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, but anyway, uh, so it's, it, it's very fast paced. Um, it's almost too fast because you're really playing catch up at first with like, okay, what's, what's happening now? Who is this? Are they, what side are they on? What's going on here now? Um, but it's not a slow moving film. It's very fast paced. I think. Oh yeah. Um, Yep. And now have, have you seen all of them in the franchise, Rob? I have. I, it's been so long. I, I, I'm almost certain that I saw the second one and the third one. I'm not sure about the other two. I think once I saw them, I could tell you if I did or not, but I don't remember how far along I got with this. I think I actually saw them all. Yeah. Not to, uh, because I am a fan of the franchise, but after the, let's see. All right. So we've got, evolution and then rise of the lichens mm-hmm. um and then they tried to jump forward into the future with awakening like they jumped 12 oh. years into the future um so apparently we're found with celine and michael inside of like some kind of cryostasis or whatever and they oh. they harvested um celine's eggs or maybe she was pregnant already and the child was born while she was in cryostasis, but uh, it kind of uh, awakening becomes a search for both Michael and for Celine's daughter. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, hmm. all right, okay. So yeah. yeah, they they do take it like it becomes kind of far flung from the original. Like you know, the vampire covens, the the elders are slain, and the covens are in ruin, and like the werewolves basically have this kind of. Um, Like, uh, almost like it's like a race war, but it's taken to the extreme where it's like the werewolves are the new, um, the ones hold the, the werewolves are now oppressing and hunting down the vampires. Oh, it's then like a flip then basically. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, definitely. Like it's, it becomes an extermination basically. Yeah. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. Now I have three questions. Were they ever sent into the space? Did they ever become a rock band or were they ever babyfied? <laughs> <laughs> not to my knowledge. No, not, okay. none of those three. Because that's usually when you know that the franchise should have been stopped a long time ago. Yeah. I heard that they're rebooting it and I'm sincerely hoping that it does not happen because I don't oh. want to, I don't want to see a remake. I, I, wanna, I knew nothing of this. Yeah. I want to see like, maybe if Celine doesn't reprise her role, maybe like take on, like from the shoes of her daughter, you know, because her daughter is the hybrid now. And mm. so like, I would like to see that, 
but mm-hmm. I don't want to see like a hard reboot of the franchise with a different person playing Celine. And, you know, it's just, I'm old now. I don't want to see that. Uh-huh. So I, I would, I would be indifferent, I guess it wouldn't, but you know, cause I'm not really that attached to it. It wouldn't bother me, but now I wonder in my mind who that would be playing her. So I'm gonna have to think of that one. Well, like who they had playing um, Sonia in Rise of the Lycans, where she almost looked like Kate Beckinsale. Um, damn it, oh. I can't remember her name now. Oh, see, I'm already going like, I'm thinking outside the box here. So, uh, Brigitte Nielsen. Uh, Brigitte Nielsen. Uh. It's always, it always comes back to <laughs> Brigitte Nielsen. <laughs> I want to keep that woman working. I want her rolling in the dough at all times. Um yeah, I don't know. I, you know what? Honestly, the way things are, I can't believe we're doing this before we talk about the movie. Anyway, just really quick. The way things are, <laughs> I could see it like being Mia Goth or, um, oh, who is the other one? Um, oh, real quick. Rona Mitra is the one who played Sonia in Rise of the Lycans, and she bears a striking resemblance to uh, Kate Beckinsale. Oh, okay. Okay. And would she be like... Uh, uh, like uh, still of age to pull it off convincingly. Uh, I think she's about the same age as Kate Beckinsale is now. Ah, okay. Jenna Ortega was the other one that I was thinking of. It would be either one of those two. I could see the girl who played Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. Cause they're like really big right now. So it'd be, be uh, Mia Goth or uh, Jenna Ortega. I know, but she's so tiny. Oh, I'm not saying it's perfect casting. I'm just saying they're big right now. So that's who it will be. One oh, of those two. okay. Yeah. I'm just trying yeah. to, I'm wondering if she could pull it off because she is such a tiny girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's who it will, that, those two, those are your choices. So uh, I'm sorry. You've got to pick one or the other, Rob. That's just uh, the way it's going to be in Hollywood. Can I pick Michelle Rodriguez? Because I really love her. Oh yeah. You could do that. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. I, I would pick Michelle Rodriguez to uh, become Celine, the vampire. Okay. All right. We're fine with that then. If you want to hold on, I'll give her a call real quick and offer her the part of a movie that we don't even know is being made. All right. Can you tell her that I'm doing the casting? I and certainly will. <laughs> she needs to do a casting couch for me. <laughs> right. This is this is Rob's uh, uh, secretary calling. All right. But anyway, before. Oh, gosh, we've gotten so off task here. Um, so before we get started, are you OK if I just talk about like the director and maybe like the. I think just the director and maybe maybe Kate Beckinsale real quick, if that's OK. That's fine. Okay, so our director is Len Wiseman. Um, he also did the second Underworld Evolution, and then it looks like he kind of bailed on the franchise after that. And the only other film that I know of from this gentleman is the uh, Total Recall from 2012 with Colin Farrell. Yeah, that's probably the only other thing that I am aware of, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but now he was actually married to Miss Beckinsale from 2004 through 2019. Oh, they're not married anymore? No, so you have a chance now, Rob, if you want to. I was just going to say, so you're saying there's a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I guess, I don't know if she's remarried. I just know that that's when they were married. I don't know. You know what's funny, though, is uh, when I did some digging into this, that um, before they got together, she was actually, her and Michael Sheen were a thing. Are you serious? I'm totally serious, yeah. Oh, and then uh, they, really interesting. Yeah. And then she became close with Len Wiseman during the filming of this while uh, 
you know, her and Michael Sheen, they were not together at the time, but I guess they were still cool, you know? Oh, I see. Okay. So no relationship was broken up. It was just, they had been dating yeah, at some like, point in time. Yeah. They gotcha. were together, I think previously prior to this filming. And then, um, they both, you know, they both ended up being in the film. Oh, interesting. Well, that's cool. Uh, and now Kate, it looks like she actually appeared in all of the sequels to this, yes, which I did. was, yeah, I was not aware of that. So, yeah, so she appeared in all of them. Well, now she was on, oh, no, the only one she wasn't in was rise of the lichens, unless it was just as flashbacks. Oh, all I know is it had her listed on IMDb as, as being it. So maybe you, you would know better than I. So maybe it was just flashbacks, I guess. It could be because I really like I think in Rise of the Lichens, it was meant to, you know, take place in the past before Celine, um, the story of Victor's daughter and Lucian and the child that never came to be. So it's like I think at the end of the film, we do get Celine like doing her little monologue there. And um, then it leads into kind of like the third film. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and then now other things that I know her from, she was also in the Total Recall movie as well. I don't remember her in that one. Yeah, she she was in it. She's listed. Maybe she was, <laughs> maybe they were watching a, a clip of uh, <laughs> Underworld. <laughs> um, now, did you did you see the Hugh Jackman Van Helsing? I did. I love that. I was wondering what your take on that was going to be. Okay. So she was in that, of course. Um, and then did you ever see vacancy with the, with her and, uh, I think it's, what's the cute Wilson. Uh, uh I don't know. They, they, they both look like Wilson brothers. So, but one's cute and the other one's got that, that there's, nose thing. There's on. Owen, that Owen Wilson is Luke. the one with the nose. Um, so Luke is a cute one. Like okay. Luke, I really like Luke a lot. <laughs> so did you ever see vacancy with those two? In it? I did. Yes. I liked Vacancy. Basically, yeah. after Underworld, that was my introduction to Kate Beckinsale, and I kind—I pretty much consumed every movie that had Kate Beckinsale in it. Oh, I, seriously, really? She was in Click with Adam Sandler, and it's like I watched it because it had Kate Beckinsale. Interesting. All right. So now, did you watch other Kate Beckinsale thing? Like non? Like I know Click was like a comedy, but like, um, like, there was this one where she was kind of in uh, Antarctica. Hunting a killer, I think. White. White out. Yes. White out. Okay. No. Okay. Oh my gosh. So really quick, this is going to go on forever, people. I apologize. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. But did you think her character was maybe lesbian? In White Out. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't really think too deeply into that. Okay. I just thought I she was like this really, really angry woman. <laughs> let, let me rephrase that did you think she may have been a lesbian <laughs> no i'm just joking um because it was a wasn't it like a graphic novel uh first I, are you thinking of 30 days of night the graphic novel no 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 i'm okay. thinking of whiteout yeah because i i believe whiteout was based on a graphic novel too okay no well, i had no no idea about that i just remember watching the movie because it had her in it Okay, because after I watched it, I thought, I wonder if they, they flesh anything out more. Um, but I didn't bother reading it. Are we? Is the name right? Is it White Out? I think it's White Out. Let me look on IMDb to make sure. Oh, okay, yeah, because I don't want to say the wrong thing, but yeah, and I remember I was going to kind of like look into it, and then I'm like, mm, okay, I yeah, it's uh, White Out from two thousand nine. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, something about the character. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. She's, it's kind of like, uh, remember that Al Pacino film where he's like an insomniac in Antarctica and it's like the daylight is really screwing with his insomnia. I, I believe you. I don't think I've ever seen the film. Oh, you've never seen. I can't remember the name of the stupid movie. I'm forgetting oh, okay. so much stuff here now. Mm. But yeah, it it reminds me of that because Al Pacino is basically playing like a some burnt out detective hunting a serial killer, and he's got like wicked bad insomnia, and it's just made worse by the fact that like the sun doesn't really set um, at that time of year, so it's like he's got to oh. cover his windows, and it just gets really crazy. Oh, interesting. Huh. I would be interesting. I would be interested in seeing that one. Yeah, I I can't remember the stupid movie, man. Jeez. Hmm. Well, if it comes to you, let me know. And or if the audience knows, they're probably screaming it right now. Um <clears throat> Yeah, they're probably yelling it at me. Uh, oh, I'm sure they're yelling at us for many things, but here we go. But here we go. <laughs> so um <laughs> that's Celine. Um and she's our basic, basically our vampire that we follow, not just in this movie, but kind of throughout the whole series, more or less, it sounds like. Yeah, it's basically all about her, all about Celine. As it should be. Um, so it kind of starts more or less. We see, oh, it's a very blue movie, too, by the way. Like it is, of, Yes. Shades of blue. Uh, so it's kind of rainy and we've got Celine and another vampire kind of watching things from up above, down below. They're seeing people pass by and everything. And they kind of hone in on like a, a gentleman down below that one has a camera, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yes, he's scoping out the scene because they're, as, uh, as Celine is doing her intro monologue or prologue, whatever it is, um, you know, describing the campaign to wipe out the lichens. Mm -hmm. And this one gentleman seems to be followed by other, another gentleman and the, um, one, okay. So the one gentleman has a hood on that's Michael. And he's being trailed by, um, I don't want to say the main the man's name wrong. He's being trailed by Ray's. Ray's, yes. The the Who's, very deep voice, um the uh very deep voice werewolf. Exactly. Exactly. And they're being trailed basically down into like the metro station. So And that didn't that kind of remind you of like the one of the Matrix films? I'm telling you, this had Matrix written like I wonder if you could pull the matrix out of existence and still make underworld what it would look like. Yeah, because there would probably not be those. Um, or yeah, you wouldn't reference the matrix. Like we wouldn't be referencing no. the matrix. We'd be like, no underworld. <laughs> I think, well, I think the look and the style of it would just be so different because he would not have that for a reference point. Cause to me, this just has a matrix like written all over it in so many aspects. That and also like that Eastern European kind of vibe too, where it's, um, it feels very foreign. Yes. 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 I agree with you. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> totally. Um, oh, 
Um, yeah. Before I forget, I'm looking at it right now. Um, it's called Insomnia. It's got Al Pacino, Robin Williams, and Hilary Swank. What a weird cast. Yeah. And so if you haven't seen it, I definitely recommend it because seeing this movie was really, <laughs> really intense. I mean, okay, you get inside of this guy's mind and everything. It's pretty crazy. Hmm. Okay, cool, cool. Back on track now. <laughs> Back on track. Choo-choo. Okay. So, um, sorry. So, <laughs> so they kind of uh, jump below and they start trailing them. Kind of like just chaos ensues. There's shooting going on, except they're not shooting regular bullets. Right. But I got to ask you, when yeah. Ray's shouts, um, apparently he shouts bloods. Blood. Uh-huh. And I didn't know what the hell he was saying for probably the first five years. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, uh, I could totally see you not understanding this gentleman. Until yeah. I put it on closed captioning and then it. I read it, it said Bloods, and I was like, oh, okay, that's what it is, because I did not know what the hell he was saying. I will be honest with you, I didn't really do that until I started doing this with you, the podcast with you. It makes a world of difference watching some of these movies with subtitles on, because it's just like, you're like, oh, that's what they said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm right there with you. So basically, what it is, it's the... Uh, vampires are trying to keep control of the uh, city above ground. They're trying to keep the lycanthropes, the numbers down. They're trying to keep them underground. And that's basically what Celine and the other gentleman that was with her are, are they're doing. And that's why they proceed down to kind of follow them into the, the Metro and see what's going on and make sure that they kind of stay where they're supposed to be and not come back up. Really? That's so that's what you thought of it. I thought that she was just like, um, you know, she had orders to make sure that, like you said, but she kind of took those orders to the extreme and was like, I, I'm here to wipe out every last lichen that there is. And oh, uh, yeah. Yes. OK. Yeah. 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 I, I think that, well, I given what we know coming up later. I think that they're kind of okay if they stay down there, like out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, Does I that make sense? Yeah. That didn't even pop into my head actually. Okay. So I, I kind of think that's me. Oh, I'm not saying I'm right. <laughs> no, but that's, but, uh, that's I can the way see I, your point. I'm taking it. Yeah. Like I'm not saying I'm right. <laughs> with the way that I was seeing it was like, she just had a revenge boner and she just wanted to kill all of them. Like, it didn't matter, you know? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> no, I think her character definitely does. Yeah. I think her character does. I don't think that's what her assignment was. Does that make sense? Right. I, I can agree with that. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm trying to think of the. I hope that I hope that makes sense to everyone listening. What, what I'm saying. <laughs> if like write us in with your thoughts, like what you think about like is uh is the plan to wipe out all the lichens or is it just to kind of keep their numbers down? Well, for her, her, yeah. Especially for her in particular. Yeah. For her, because like what we know about her. Mm -hmm. Right, 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 right. So just really quick before we move on, Ray's is played by uh, Kevin. It's G R E V I O U X. 
I believe. That's kind of French, like Graveau, I want to say. Uh, that's what I was thinking. Yes. Huh. Um, he was actually in The Mask with Jim Carrey from 94. He was in Batman Forever from 95. He was in, of course, Charlie's Angels from 2000. Uh, he did Men in Black 2, um, 2002, and he was in Slayer from 2006. So that's Ray's. And the gentleman that he is stalking is Michael, who is Scott Speedman. Um, Scott Speedman, I only know him from The Strangers with Liv uh, Ullman. No. The Strangers, no. is that the Liv one? Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Sorry, not Liv Ullman. Liv Tyler. What? That's the one where the people come into the house? And... Yes. Okay. I love that one. And uh, he's just more recently been in Crimes of the Future, the new Cronenberg film that came out just, just uh, in 2022. Okay, wow. <laughs> Yeah, so they're following these guys down there. Um, and then the the uh, the gentleman with the camera gets shot and he kind of like turns blue inside. Yeah, like uh, I can't even describe. It's like sunlight is emerging from his body. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Oh, shoot. Was the movie we talked about where they took uh, Udo Kier out to the beach and he kind of just exploded? Oh, Ooh. shit. Blade. Yeah. Yeah, Blade, thank you. It kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. Um, so all this is happening. Um in the in the chaos, Celine grabs the camera. And then now they've kind of all the all the um how would you say all the actions kind of taken place. Now it's from off the platform onto the tracks. Yep. And, and is this where we get our first werewolf transformation? Uh, it, it may be. Um, let's see here. Cause she's following the blood trail and. But the other she, hunter, um, the one who still lives and they're on. Okay. So from what I'm remembering is sometimes I get things out of sequence, but like one of them gets chased onto the train and it's not Ray's. Um, they, get thrown out of the train onto the tracks. And then that's when it's, we get our first werewolf versus vampire, like a full, um, fully transformed werewolf. I don't think we're there yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. I don't think so. Cause I have her picking up the bullet and then um, she hears that wolf howl and there's a jump scare as the train kind of passes by. Okay. Yep. And then she spies the grate and, um, she goes down into the grate and then uh, I'll be honest with you, the stuff all went so fast. She's looking around her. We see like wolf vision and then she throws those like killer disc things. At oh, the wolf. yeah, because that's Ray's. That's Ray's is the yes. one who gets mm -hmm. the yeah. like the ninja stars. But I thought before that there was another. OK, so she was with two other vampires. One was Rigel. Right. He was the one who got uh, hit with the ultraviolet ammo. And Nathaniel was the other guy. So I think Nathaniel got uh, attacked by the fully changed werewolf. Okay, good on you. Because I, like I said, I haven't seen this for decades and there was so much happening. My notes are like, <laughs> it was really hard to write a list. Like the the two guys you just named. Yeah. I looked them up and I'm like, I'm not even 100% sure where you were at, like, like I knew they were killed like in the beginning, but I didn't know which one was which really just from the pictures on IMDb. So I'm like, I'm not even going to get into this. It's so, still, it's so like so much, you know. 
it's like I said, I'll probably get it out of sequence, even though I just watched it last night again. Um, and basically I know this movie front to back, but it's like, there's always things that I get out of sequence. Oh yeah, no, but I'm glad that, you know, I'm glad you're more familiar with this one because that's going to help me out a lot. Cause these, especially the beginning, there's so much going on. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people in the beginning. Yeah. So she's down underneath and like basically a series of like, it looks like almost like sewage tunnels or something. Um, and, um, She's kind of safe for now, but she hears like these voices yelling. And what's happening is there's like two werewolves fighting. Yeah, it's like fight each club. other. Right. Like, exactly. Like fight club. So they're, they're not doing this to like hurt or damage each other. They're just kind of for their jollies, kicks and kicks and grins. <laughs> yeah. um, but Ray's the werewolf that with the, the uh, like ninja star things in his chest, he yells at him to stop and like, Oh, no, Change. no, that's not Ray's. That's Lucian. Oh, okay. Maybe you should be doing this. Because <laughs> I really don't. Yeah. Oh, was it Lucian? Okay. Yeah. So the the two guys are fighting uh, as wolves. And then Lucian comes in and fires a shotgun round. And uh, you're acting like a pack of rabid dogs. And uh, then they, they change back to humans. And one of them looks like a naked Jeff Goldblum with long hair. All I know is they only showed down to the pubic region and there was a chance for nudity and we didn't get it. Like, <laughs> F you movie. F you. I knew, I knew you were going to like either love or hate that part. Yeah, no, I was pretty aggravated about it. <laughs> um, um, okay. So yeah, so that was Lucian. Ray's is still like in his werewolf form, I think. Okay. So are you, can you keep us going then? Um, I think so. Yeah. So Lucian, is giving them a talk. He's like, you know, you're you're acting like animals and that won't do because if you expect to survive, you know, we're going to have to act better than the vampires. Okay. Um, and then I think we cut back to Celine. According to my notes, it's like she's in her car and she's going back to the mansion, basically, the really ultra goth mansion. Yeah. And that's where she says we've got a serious problem. Okay, to, uh, yeah, and she shows okay. Khan the uh, the ultraviolet ammunition. Mm-hmm, yes. And the military tracer bullet? Um, yeah. Okay, all right. Um, and then do you want to keep going? Uh, hold on, let me check my notes here. Okay, because basically Craven doesn't want to go fight. And Oh, yeah, he's like, because she's, uh, she's doing her little detective work. Mm-hmm, where yeah. You know, she wants to find out why these, why the lichens are following a human. Craven's like, you know, he's more concerned with uh, appearances. And uh, the awakening is only a few days away. So he and wants she, Celine by his side. Yeah, right. Because I guess in his mind, they're kind of like a power couple, but she's not having <laughs> any of this. Yeah, she's not into that. Not at all. Um, and then she wants to lead the search team, but he wants... Who's the, is, do you remember who he wants to lead it? Uh, I think he said Sorn. Like that's his okay, like, that's right what hand I thought. man. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I wrote down too, but I know if that was right because yeah, it was going so quickly. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then when he, then he asked, he's like, why would, other than food, why would Lycan stalk a human? And then we kind of cut to the dingy, uh, dingy subway where that German doctor is like testing blood. Uh, like um, you got the bodies but, hung up and everything. 
Yeah, but real quick, we're also introduced uh, to uh, Erica. Oh, yes, the uh, the blonde gossip girl. The blonde suck up. Yeah, <laughs> I love her so much um, because she's like trying really hard to like get Craven to like notice her. Yeah, she wants to be the power couple with Craven. Like she's exactly. got she's got ambitions. Oh, she sure does. So do you care if I talk about Craven and her just real quick? Go for it. So he's Shane Broly, Shane, Shane Broly. Um, it looks like he stuck around for Evolution and then Rise of the Lycans, but after that he just disappeared from the franchise. Well, um, yeah, he died in Evolution, actually. Spoiler! <laughs> <laughs> um, now, the only thing I knew him from was Deadly Swarm from 2003, and then Erica is Sophia Miles. Now, I'm hoping you've seen this one because it seems like the kind of movie you like, I think. She was in the uh, Johnny Depp Roller Girl movie from Hell. Um, Based on the graphic novel. Oh, about Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Did you see that? I did, yes. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Um, And then she also did Art School Confidential from 2006, which I really like that one. Now, it looks like she only did Evolution, and then she was gone. Yeah, and I don't know why she didn't show up in the next one. Okay, because I really like her character a lot. But yeah, it's, like you said, she's very CW. <laughs> <laughs> she she's like Gossip Girl and oh yeah, Melrose Place all, all in one, you know, all in one. She's she's my kind of gal. <laughs> okay, so anyway, yeah. So back, you were talking about the underground tunnels. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go. I didn't mean to. Uh, <laughs> oh, that, no, that's fine. Okay, because um, I didn't like I said out of sequence me. Um, but yeah, the the doctor is like we find this wall of like strings tied together. It looks like they're searching for something. Um, and then we're we've got a bunch of names like where it's Corvinus, and then it goes to Corvin, and he's testing blood, and it doesn't come out as uh, it comes out as negative. So it's not what they're looking for. Just real quick, let me now also. Um... Real quick, in the interim, we had Selena, and she's going kind of over the computer download, and she kind of notices that the she hones in on the male guy from the crowd with the hood. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so she's kind of like, her in- interest is peaked. Right. And then, well, that all ties in with um, the, you know, the the werewolves looking under the ground. And there, that's why they were searching for what we come to know as Michael Corvin. And then on her computer, it also shows his name and address. And then we cut to the hospital where he's closing a locker that says his M. Corvin name. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you want to keep going? Um, yeah. So basically, I didn't realize this until much later on. But the guy who plays Dr. Adam is Wentworth Miller, and I know him from Prison Break, and that's about it. <laughs> so okay. I just wanted yeah. to add that. There you go. Yeah, I did not write him down at all because he has he's only got like two scenes, I believe. Yeah, um, like either two or three. It's it's very small. Yeah. Now, real quick, the doctor that you were referring to earlier, Singe. His name's Singe. Okay, see, I never knew his name. Okay. So he's played by Erwin Letter. And two things really quick. He was in the movie Angst from 1983 and Klimt from 2006, based on the artist. Okay, go ahead. Okay, yeah, two of which I have never seen. But I highly recommend. Uh, I highly recommend them to listeners. They're neither one. Well, no, that's a lie. Angst is is a kind of a horror movie, kind of a a, 
a killer movie, but uh, Klimt is not, but it's a very good movie. So go is ahead. that Gustav Klimt? Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah, just that sounded familiar and I wanted to make sure. It was Gustav Verklimt. Oh, okay. No, I'm joking, Verklimt. Oh, see, oh. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, like you could... That's I would take I you, you at your word for it because I don't know. No, you're great. You're awesome. No, you keep going. You're on a roll here. You're like, I'm, I'm, I'm loving this. Um, yeah, see, I'm not used to this, man. <laughs> no, this, this, this is, thank you. No, this is great. Because there's so much going on. There really is. There's like so much going on. So you go, you keep going. Yeah. So as uh, what I've got next in my notes is basically, you know, Michael, Michael coming home, but Celine is kind of already there and she lifts him up off his feet. (laughs) She's like, why are they after you? (laughs) Why are they hunting you? And he doesn't know what the hell's going on at this point. Um, But their little romantic interlude is broken up by the walls kind of breaking apart. And this is the only movie where werewolves run along walls. Yes. But also real quick, too, because there's that voicemail from Adam. Oh, where the police were looking for him. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but go ahead. Yeah, the wall. Yeah. The wolves running sideways down the walls is very uh, odd to me. Yeah. But I also thought it was a pretty cool effect because it hasn't been done. Uh, Okay, so. I think I'd said this when you were going to be watching the Fulci movie. It is one of those things just like you just like what came out of your mouth. It's a cool effect. Yeah. So and and I don't that's not a bad thing. I don't begrudge the film that. But there's like a lot of things in here with like that's going to look cool. (laughs) (laughs) You know, what I mean, they're like, oh, well, yeah, that's going to look cool. Let's do let's go with that. Yeah. Yeah, And that's exactly one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So they were probably smoking cigarettes and sitting at sitting at a (laughs) meeting table and just being like, maybe we could make the werewolves like run along the walls instead of, you know, just on the floor or something now, like that. Yeah. And in this scene only the werewolves reminded me of the kind of like the, uh, style. I know what you're going to say. Say it. The aliens from, uh, from aliens. Oh no, I didn't think of that. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no, you're fine. No, I won't. No, just the, like the actual look of the werewolf reminded me of the wolf werewolf from America and werewolf in London. Really? Yeah. They reminded me more of hairless cats. Okay. See, now if we're going to go that, oh, we may as well talk about this. How do you From feel sleepwalkers. About yeah. No, no. How do you feel about the, oh, I'm, I mean, none, I'm with you. That's why I didn't mean to sound dismissive. Yeah. I totally get what you're saying. Um, how do you feel about the look of the werewolves in this movie? I actually like the way that they look. I, I think they should have been hairier, like at least a little bit. Okay. Um, so. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. But yeah, I can see what they were trying to do with the with the sleekness of the bodies. Like they wanted, they kind of wanted it to be more noticeable, like uh, more human-like, if you will. Yes. Now, I wonder if they could go back and like, if Underworld was made, the first Underworld was made this year. Mm-hmm. If the werewolves would have, because these aren't practical. The, the, these are like computer generated. Uh, only the ones running along the walls. It's actually a, a rubber suit where they're, to make them taller, they're kind of standing on stilts or whatever, like lifts to make 
you know, to give them their opposing size. So the werewolves in this are all practical besides the ones running? Um, not all of them, but most of them are, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that blows my... Anyway, so where I was going with this is I wondered if they would have been hairier if it was done now because back when CGI early into its, what, evolution, um, they couldn't get hair to look very realistic. And I was wondering if that's why they were so kind of hairless is because they didn't quite have the technology to make it look good. But if you're telling me they're practic practical, then this was more of a choice on their part to have them look like this. Yeah. Like I remember watching oh, the special okay. features of this film, an interview with like the creators and what they said that where they were looking for more of a feline uh, type of approach to a werewolf as opposed to the traditional werewolf uh, design. So it, they were they were saying, okay, we want it to resemble human. We don't want it covered with hair. So we want like it kind of more cat-like features. And then like they wanted like abs to be shown and stuff like that. So it's supposed to look like very monstrous and opposing humans. That's very funny. Because to me, I, I, as I was watching, I'm like, they like to me, if I touch them, they'd feel like a hairless cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that pretty okay. much. <laughs> okay, that's so funny. Okay, I'm sorry I got you sidetracked. Okay, so <laughs> oh, that's okay fine. To... That's I love talking about this stuff because apparently, like, I I thought you knew more about this movie and like you watched the special features and the interviews and stuff like that. I don't have this movie, so I actually ended up doing this one through Netflix. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. So on this one, it really is. Which I don't, I honestly don't like to do that because just like you said, I do like to watch the special features and, you know, stuff like that so I could be better prepared. But this one is like, I, I don't have it. So I was really kind of at the mercy of what was available. Yeah. I just yeah. remember I being, I remember being really amazed at uh, what they did because it is CGI, but it's also practical effects. And like the suits that they made, they to make the wolves look taller, they were kind of on like these stilted things, you know, where the legs would bend. Um, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. To make yeah. it look more convincing. So like they had maybe one or two uh, stuntmen inside of the suit, you know, playing the part of the werewolves and maybe they kind of copy pasted that over to make it look like more wolves. Um, Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I would have never, if I had not talked to you, I would have swore that it was kind of, Good for the time CGI. Yeah. Like I would, if I didn't watch the special features, I would have believed it was all CGI. Oh, so you would have too. Yep. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Oh, I'm sorry for stopping you. Go ahead. <laughs> that's Keep fine. Going. That, that Hey, that's what the show is about, man. We've, we've got to get into yeah. the nitty gritty of this. Yeah. I just don't want to <laughs> ruin your flow. Okay. Um, Oh yeah, so now we're at the part where the vampires the he Ray's is getting the stuff removed from his chest that Celine buried there. <laughs> now did we did we also mention the because we had the werewolves coming down the wall? Did we did you talk about uh Lucian oh, crap. writing? Oh crap. Yeah, sorry. I, I went mm, back. I went yeah. backwards a little bit. Um, yeah, so Lucian has to take matters into his own hands and get a blood sample from Michael because Ray's kind of screwed up that. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so yes, uh, the werewolves are there, but we don't know Lucian is there yet. Celine blows a hole through the floor and drops down a level. Um, Michael runs to the elevator and as the elevator opens up, there's Lucian and he says, hello, Michael, and greets him with a bite. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And again, very blue. Everything is blue. He's got those glowing blue eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And he just, he looks so filthy all the time too. Lucian? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. Everybody looks dirty there. I know. Well, did you see Kim Basinger in the corner? <laughs> no, I think she was covered in dirt. So I, <laughs> she was. I couldn't make it out. Oh, anyway. Okay. So I'm sorry. So keep on going. If you're okay, keep going. Uh, yeah, that's fine. So yeah, uh, he's bitten. Uh, Celine fires a round. Well, more than one round, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and she catches a glimpse of the medallion that he's wearing as uh you know she fires into him he collapses in the elevator and i can't remember like does she is she dragging michael out of the elevator yep she to her car basically is where they're headed okay yeah and so they're <clears throat> you know they're on the way out and then we get that really cool part where it's like I call it the Wolverine regeneration effect because it Lucian like kind of goes part werewolf. His eyes turn black and all of a sudden his wounds start healing, pushing the bullets out of his body. Which is amazing. Yeah. I do love that. Yeah. And that just reminded me so much of like when Wolverine got shot in the head in the second film, I think. And uh-huh. uh, he regenerated and the bullet just kind of went plink. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. Um, so yeah, after that, then there is, um, there's Lucian chasing after the car as they're taking off. Right. Jesus Christ, he can run fast. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And he didn't have to uh, drink the, uh, was it the fat of a unbaptized child? Right. He he didn't need that to take flight. No. (laughs) Uh, so he jumps on top of the car and surprise, surprise, he's got a collapsible sword. Yeah. I'm like, who would have thunk it? Right. And uh, first two tries goes through the roof, but no dice. Uh, On the third, though, it goes right into Celine's shoulder. She cries out. Lucian, she stops the car. Lucian goes forward in front of the car, lands on his feet (laughs) like a cat. Um, And then she hits the gas and they go basically head on into him. And you think he's hit by the car and injured, but he actually kind of goes into a rolling motion and rolls over the car and lands on his feet once again. Mm-hmm. And the sword goes shink right into his arm, <laughs> which is like a, another cool kind of Wolverine. Oh yeah. There. Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. This um, felt like a video game to me in a way. Really? It yeah. felt like a, it felt like an X-Men action film, like a really dark X-Men action film. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but we noticed that, like, we know he's got the blood now. So the, the, the wolves got, had what they were looking for basically. Mm-hmm. Now, so w- they're in the car and he's trying to get her to stop so he can fix her wound, but she's not going to do that. But then she does that swerve thing and they just flip over and then go into the water is that did she pass out oh yeah she she lost so much blood that okay okay basically yeah went unconscious 
Okay. <laughs> because she was bleeding a lot. Because <laughs> I mean, I'm like, is she just ha- having a moment? And she's like, I'll show you. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'll be fine. And then all of a sudden she kind of, you see her eyes closing and then it's just like, Whoop. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. So then, you know, they go into the water and um, I'm trying to remember the events now like does he bust so, the window yeah he but yeah because it well it's it's cracked clearly and then the pressure from the water is starting to seep in so he uh busts through the windshield and then pulls her up and then gets her to the land underneath that dock oh yeah and he uh he attempts to like tender her wound but he realizes that she's already healed up mm-hmm. i think yeah yeah um, and then from and- the- yeah, I think it's at this point that we flash back to, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, we flash back to Lucian in the underground uh, lab or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's yeah. he's brought he's brought back the blood sample, and the doctor is all excited about it, and it's a match. Yeah, and in two days, Mike is going to. Uh, oh yeah, in two days' time, he will come looking for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when we get our first glimpse at Michael sharing Lucian's memories, basically, like seeing into the past. And it's uh, it's a brief snippet of the fate of Sonia. But it's rapid fire. Oh, yeah, it's fast. Like, you, yeah, we don't even figure that part out until like no. at the end of the movie where they're showing the entire sequence. And it's all sepia toned. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's like a sketchbook kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's our it's our basically the uh flashbacks are your only relief from the blue hues of the film. Mm-hmm. And everything it's, is blurry. Yeah, yeah, blurry sepia tones. Yes. All right. Okay. So keep going. I don't want to bother you. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're not bothering me. Um <laughs> See, my notes are so disjointed. I mean, uh, so uh, on mine I've got that they are in uh, it shows that doctor mixing the vial contents into that big beaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the, they're back at the dock and then she kind of comes to, uh, let's see. Oh, wait, I think. Hang and on. then somehow <laughs> we end up with, um, excuse me, we end up with them back at the mansion. And uh, what's, what's the blonde girl's name again? Erica. Erica. Yes, Erica. Oh, she's like really excited because she, the rumors were true. Like she brought a human into the, into the castle or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Well, and then Craven like thinks that Celine's like got the hots for Mike. Yes. Yes. Because he, you know, he's like, he's very possessive. Oh yeah. He's like, was it a toxic relationship? Yeah. You would not want to date Craven. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And he's got the like Shane Broly, man, props to him because like he made me really hate Craven. Oh yeah, Craven is a jerk. Yeah. Craven is a jerk. Total douche. Yeah. Now, so when and I I are you done? I don't want to, I'm sorry, I don't want to detract from what you're saying. Are you Oh uh, no, I'm all set. Yeah. Okay. So when Mike wakes up, like Erica really flips her lid. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, she she kind of clings to the ceiling like a cat in a cartoon and hisses at him. Yeah, do you did that seem like kind of out of character for like a vampire? I don't know. I just thought, especially her. I'm like, I didn't picture her reacting that way. 
The only reason I can think of her reaction was that she knows that he's a lichen now, and maybe she's never seen or come face to face with a lichen, and she's like, he could turn at any moment and kill me. Um, Thank you. Okay. So that might be like the reason for that reaction. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I just want your opinion on it because I'm like, wow, she was like really upset. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't strike me as the death dealer type, whereas Celine probably wouldn't bat an eye. Right. Yeah. She just put her heel in your eye. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you you can keep going if you want. I didn't. Um, where am I? Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so Michael, I just put slap because basically, you know, (laughs) Craven is pissed. (laughs) He's like, you let a human into this house, blah, blah, blah. It's like, uh, my future queen, you're supposed to be by my side. And then he just kind of slaps her in the face and walks off. And I was like, slap dick. And then we've got Celine, uh, shooting a bust. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Khan shows up and he's like, I certainly hope you never get pissed off at me like that. And he gives her some silver nitrate bullets to try out. And the bullets actually go straight into the bloodstream. Yep. So they they can't be digging them out like they're normal silver bullets. Right. Now, real quick, though, I just want to make sure we... Michael actually gets out of the window. So Michael's no longer in the castle. He's gone. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's he's kind of chased by the dogs and shit. (laughs) Yeah. And he has another one of those uh, sepia tone flashbacks. Right. And it's like another sequence of uh, leading up to Sonya's death. Yes. Now, to me, this next scene is where things really start coming into play, I think. Yeah, because she starts to question, you know, she asks Khan, she's like, you've known Craven for this many years. Do you think he killed Lucian like every the stories say? And he's like, well, I, I never underestimate his lust for advancement, but... um what the hell was it? But Victor believed him and, and that's all that matters to him. Yeah. And then there's uh, that scene where the two of them, Lucian and Craven meet in that car. Right. That secret clandestine meeting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then Craven's just saying that they should lay low and he's uh, Lucian's like, we've laid low long enough. Uh, and that uh, Craven's saying, you don't want, uh, you don't want me to re- regret our arrangement. And uh, Lucian says that you'd be nothing without me. Yeah. And, and it's like, and they, you know, who's the bitch and who's the butch in that relationship right there, man. Well, yeah, because you saw the legs go up. <laughs> uh, but it's like, okay. you know, Craven tries to lay the law down, but Lucian is having none of it. He's like, I've no. bled for you once already. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. And then the library in the vampires uh, castle. Oh yeah, where Celine goes, uh, breaks into that old book, mm-hmm. um, and we hear the story about the fall of Lucian and uh, his lichen horde, and the branded skin that was cut off from Lucian's arm, and then we come to find out exactly what Lucian was talking about, bleeding for Craven once. Where I'm assuming that Lucian cut the skin off, the branded skin off himself, and handed it to Craven, and was like, "Tell them I'm dead." I guess it's still pretty gross. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's disgusting. Uh, 
<laughs> but I mean, he can just kind of regenerate that skin. So, you know. Yeah, I still, it's, I don't, I don't want that in my house. <laughs> <laughs> it's like keeping your foreskin from. <laughs> right. Exactly. I was going to go there and ask, actually ask where the skin came from. And I didn't want to like stoop that low, but yeah, it's, I, like, where did it come from? Leave it to yeah. me to stoop that low. <laughs> <laughs> and then she also sees that the. See, in the flashbacks, we see that, that kind of necklace emblem thing. Oh, yeah. The medallion. Yeah. Yeah. The medallion. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. she she remembers that she sees the the branded skin on the paper, but she also in the in that little relief there, she sees the the medallion around his neck, even though she doesn't know what Lucian looks like because the page is torn, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then she remembers seeing that medallion on the person that she shot in the elevator. Mm-hmm. Well, that was that scene earlier where Craven was chewing gum and uh, he had to spit it out. And he just tore that page and wadded it up and then threw it away. Yeah, exactly. That's how it happened. <laughs> um, and now we uh, are back at the hospital where Michael's going to turn to his buddy for help, which was a bad idea. Yeah. And I forgot his name. Oh, Wentworth Miller. Jeez. Yeah. I think it's Dr. Adam, isn't it? Or, or they're interns. So I think it's just Adam something. Yeah, well, on here it's Doctor Adam, but it might just there be you go. Adam. No, it's probably Doctor Adam. Yeah, um, yeah. So he's Michael's kind of freaking out at this point. He's uh, thinking he's hallucinating. A full grown man bit him. Um, you know, all this and that and the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, "I'll I'll be back, Michael." And he returns, but uh, Michael is nowhere to be found because the doctor is a double cross, dirty double cross. Now, do you do you think he was double crossing him, or do you think he was trying to be a good friend? Yeah, I think he was trying to be a good friend, but I, I just okay. had to <laughs> I just had to put that in there because it's like, you know, I think the doctor is like scared. Basically, he's like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, um, I, yeah. I don't think he was being malicious. I really think in his mind he was doing the right thing. I, I think that's how I took it. Yeah, okay. that, I thought too, but I just wanted to say that he's a double oh, crosser. No, you're you're <laughs> fine. I just really do want to get your spin on it because sometimes, you know, different people have different takes on things. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, who knows? He might be working for the Lycans this whole time. You know? Yeah, he, maybe. I didn't. Does it ever come up in another movie? No, it never does. Yeah, I don't. Uh, Dr. Dr. Adam, the awakening. <laughs> Basically, Dr. Adam is done after this. <laughs> right, right. Now, the officers. Yes, those two officers. Are they vampires or are they just officers? I think they're either werewolves or they're just like people who work for Lucian. Like they've uh, Lucian's or yeah, Lucian. Like the, Lucian, I, Lucian. I would say the werewolves have to have their hand in like uh you know, some law enforcement type thing. It's almost like a blade situation. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay, but they don't necessarily, in your mind, you don't necessarily think that they are, I said vampires, I meant werewolves, but they are werewolves. You think they might just be humans in league with them? Yeah, I think they're just humans. Okay, okay I just want your spin on it. Okay, go ahead. So now we've got uh, <clears throat> uh, Celine riding Victor in that mir- mirror from the steam. Oh, yes. It's like a, a, a love letter. Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> Um, so then we come to find out, like we're given brief glimpses or not glimpses, but brief stories into like Celine's relationship with Victor, where he's basically like the father figure to her and 
he's the one who taught her how to kill uh, werewolves and like mm-hmm. how to how to turn that pain into something you know beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, at this point, she believes that Lucian is alive and that is, of course, it's true in league with Craven, and uh, they're going to attempting to overthrow and like destroy the coven. And so she decides to wake Victor up because she needs him around. Mm-hmm. I just put daddy issues here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what daddy issues they turn out to be. Yeah. So uh, we get that tomb scene where she, uh, she raises him from the tomb and we see he, he's like desiccated corpse. Uh, and she, there's a little tube and she pours her blood into it and, She's like, uh, an awakening has never been attempted by one such as myself. It's only up to the elders to organize their thoughts into a single cohesive vision, uh, a detailed record of their reign. So I guess it's like every hundred years, one elder um, gets awakened and the other two go go to sleep. Right. But now the, the thing is like super elaborate. It's like this, it almost looks like a sewer drain lid. (laughs) <laughs> yes. In the floor, but it like has all these like little like mechanisms that like have to unlock in different ways. And then the casket raises up vertically and then it flips horizontally. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's super, super elaborate. And even the blood getting to him, it's like this little like tunnel thing has got to get to his open mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so wild. It's like how like the ingenuity of these vampires, man, I'm telling right, you. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And then they, and then you get the shot of uh, Victor's insides. When, once he gets the blood, everything starts like pumping and everything. Oh, yeah. It's like the, here's the awakening part. And I thought that was pretty cool. That's a very cool mm-hmm. effect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. So now we're back with uh, uh, when Mike, Mike, I don't know why, but I think it's very funny. The use of cars in here. It, I, <laughs> I, I just think it's interesting because like, you know, she drives the car and stuff because I think in a lot of movies they would just get from point A to point B, but they wouldn't necessarily show you like them in a vehicle. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. Not funny in a bad way. Like I'm making fun of it. I just thought it was interesting. But that, yeah. So Mike like takes a taxi back to the castle in the rain. Right. He's like screaming at the thing. And yeah, um, he's like, Celine, I want to speak to Celine. <laughs> Like, how does he know these things? I know. And where do you say you want to go in the taxi? I just want to go to that big creepy castle up on the hill. Yeah. It's like, you where does, it, where, what, how did he find the address? And what taxi driver's like, okay. I'd be like, no. Take me I'm to the vampire mansion. Yeah. I'm not going there. No. <laughs> oh man. And it's like, okay. So they're in their little security uh, corridor or whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then. Oh, geez, I'm trying to remember what, like, how it leads up to that. Well, basically, he's come there wanting answers, and Craven's like, if you go, you're not welcome back here. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, see, I forgot about that part. Um, And then Selena's so, like, you know what? Let's wait and see what Victor had to say about that. She, Yeah, and then she punches him in the face, right? Because he slapped her before, so she kind of punches him. Or she okay. uppercuts him or something. <laughs> She she does like a titty twister on him and then walks out. <laughs> oh shit! And then it's like the look on the look on Craven's face was priceless after she said, "We'll see what Victor has to say about that now that he's awake." Mm-hmm. And I was like, Craven looked scared. He was terrified, man. 
he's an interesting character. I would almost like to have seen a film before this leading up to this. Yeah, I would like to actually the in Rise of the Lycans, it wasn't enough of uh Craven because it took place after Lucian's rebellion. I mean, before Lucian's rebellion. And so it's like I would have liked to have seen um another prequel type thing where it's like they send out Craven to, you know, go destroy Lucian and his den of uh werewolves. That would have been cool to see. Like another mm-hmm. Rise of the Lycans, like part two. Um because we don't get that. And so we don't know the history between those two. Yeah. It's just very interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I also like how, how, uh, he yells like what when she leaves? Oh, no. When is it? Like, oh, Elizabeth? yes. He's I like, mean, Erica, what? Erica. He's yeah. Like, yeah then, because she finds out that, uh, she tells him that Michael is a lichen. Uh-huh. He's like, what? And then we get Bill Nye. What's this ruckus? <laughs> yeah. Cause Bill, oh shoot. We didn't do that. Yeah, because Bill Nye is actually Victor. Let me do that really quick. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, Bill Nye plays Victor. Now, it looks like he was around for Evolution and then Rise of the Lycans, and then he kind of departed the franchise from there. Um, He was in The Bitch with Joan Collins, which everyone needs to see that. He was in Death Watch from 1980. And we've talked about this. I think your answer was that you have not seen it yet. But he was in the uh, 1989 Phantom of the Opera with Robert England. No, I haven't seen that one yet. Mm, okay. And then he did Shaun of the Dead. Yes. From 2004. I, I, hope, I was hoping you would get to that. Uh-huh. And he also did Hot Fuzz from 2007. Okay. Yeah. Did, did you see that one too? Oh, every, basically okay. every movie with uh, Simon Pegg, I was all okay. about it. Gotcha. And then he was also in Total Recall. Um, and was he in the uh, the new Frankenstein? I Frankenstein. I Frankenstein. Yeah. Did okay. you see who who uh, wrote that? No, I didn't. And maybe directed it as well. Was it Len Wiseman? No. Let oh. me get there. Um, hang on. Let me find it before I lie to you. <laughs> okay. Let me get there. So uh, no. Uh, one of the writers was Kevin was raised basically. Oh, no shit. Yes. And he also stars in it as well. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yes. also he did, he did not direct. I don't want to put that out there. Uh, Stuart, uh, Betty, Beatty, B E A T T I directed it, but yeah, he oh, was one of the writers, okay. Kevin Grava. That's amazing. Like he, he wrote that. And that's so much like, a lot of it reminded me of Underworld. And basically, like, Bill Nye is one of the greats, man. Oh, he's very fun. Oh, but before we move on, he also did Notes on a Scandal from 2006, which starred Dame Judy Dench. Dame Judy. Oh, and he also, uh, we were talking about Johnny Depp earlier. He was also Davy Jones in Pirates of the Caribbean. He, Yeah, he did a lot of those. I didn't... Uh, I think I saw the first two and then I thought I don't need to keep continuing this. You know how I knew it was Bill Nye though? His, uh, his his expressions. Oh, see to me he's got a very distinct voice. That too, but like his facial expressions. Uh-huh. I saw him in Underworld for the first time and then I saw I didn't recognize him because he had all that makeup on, but the voice and the facial expressions, I was like, that's fucking Bill Nye, man. <laughs> see to me I was watching uh I don't remember his, I don't remember his name coming up in the credits, but when he's, when Victor started talking, I'm like, that's Bill Nye. Okay. See, yeah. I didn't know of Bill Nye beforehand. 
um, until Underworld came out. And oh, like gotcha. Victor was such an amazing presence on that, you know, in that movie where it was like after, when I saw Shaun of the Dead, boom, I knew who it was. When I oh, saw yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean, I knew who it was. When I saw I, Frankenstein, I knew who it was. It's just like one of those things. Yeah, he's he's a pretty fun guy. I like him a lot. Yep. All right, I, we can go back now. I Wait, you know what? I think there's were. one more person. Um, Khan, the, oh, that's Robbie G. The only thing I know him from is he was in Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League from 2021. Oh, he was in Snatch. I kind of figured, I remember seeing him from somewhere and couldn't mm. remember where it was. But he was in Snatch and he was also in Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. Uh, like I said, I kind of gave up on it. <laughs> um, but oh, yes, man. so there you go. Yeah, so two from two from Rob to see and one from me. So there's yep. three just to see from Robbie. Did you finish all the, the uh, Pirates movies? I don't think I did. I think I may be missing one or two of them. Okay, all right, okay. I was just curious. I'm not judging. I, I really was just curious if you finished. Because aren't there like, there's, there's a, a lot. lot. Is there yeah. like six <laughs> or seven? There's quite a few. I, I yeah. don't think okay. I have seen them all. And I kind of lost interest after like the, the whole Davy Jones saga, because like once I found out like that, it was Bill Nye. I was like, holy shit, this is great. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's just so good. Like he, he will drag you into that movie. Yeah, I do like him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, sorry. Now we're talking about Disney movies. Yeah. Right. Um, so, so now we're in the car with Celine and my, uh, Mike and she checks his neck. She sees that he's been bitten. Right. And she's like, I should kill you. Right. <laughs> right. Then why are you helping me? Right. And for all intents and purposes, she seems like the kind of gal that just would. Yeah. It's just like she would just kill him without even explaining anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And then so I we have uh, uh, Erica and Craven just like basically uh, kissing Victor's butt. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're like scared shitless at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Selena kind of fills Mike in on the, the, the feud between the vampires and the wolf, wolf, wolves, werewolves. Yeah, because he got another. It's like a like you can draw parallels between this and Blade where. Uh, it it spills over and uh, another person, like an innocent bystander, basically gets caught in the crossfire of an age old feud that's been going on. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Um, and we get another montage, like a Mike memory montage at this point. Yeah, he's been having a lot more of those. Yeah. And then she reveals that the virus is deadly and he's lucky to be alive and um, no one can survive being bit by both species. Right. And, I, and I'm starting to believe that that's a lie that... Um, well, I'm sorry. Been, it might not be a lie. It might actually be true, but Michael's a special case because he is a descendant of the original. Mm-hmm. As, as we will find out. Exactly. Right. Um, now, so now we're back to Victor. Oh, yes. Um, let me see here. I've got... Uh, now, okay, Celine drops Michael off in one of their, one of their uh, storehouses or interrogation chambers yeah but before that so victor is like questioning craven like why did you awaken him um oh sorry yeah i jumped ahead no you're fine you're fine he talks about marcos yeah he's like marcus is supposed to be awake he's like you've been awakened a full century ahead of schedule 
Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what that pisses Victor off to the max. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Because he was tired. <laughs> you could just see it in his face. He's like, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> I would be mad too if I got to sleep an extra hundred years and someone woke me up. I'd be so pissy. <laughs> It was like this is Marcus's turn to reign. Right, right, right. Um so now oh, so now you can go ahead. I just want to make sure we got that in there just real quick about the hundred years and Marcus. Yeah, so, see, so I, now we're back at the interrogation place. Me and my disjointed notes, yeah. No, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> I just worry about maybe missing something that is important later on. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there Michael's questioning about, you know, what's this place? And she's like, it's one of our interrogation. Uh, something, something or other. And uh, you see, Michael sees like the, the bullets, bloody bullets and the little uh, ninja stars and stuff. And he's like, what do you do when you're finished interrogating them? She says, we put the bullets back in. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love Good that times. part, man. Oh, yeah. but yeah, then um, he tell, he kind of opens up about his past and what happened to his wife and basically how he came to be a doctor. And wait, stop, stop. What are you saying? You didn't see that. I don't know. Oh, I, okay. I've got, no, I've got, I've got the extended cut. That's why. Oh my gosh. Keep, no, keep going. Yeah. Cause this is news to me with boys and girls. Okay. So they, they share a moment inside of the, uh, the storehouse or whatever the hell it is where he's, he's talking about his past and something that happened to wife or girlfriend. I can't really recall. Um, and after he says that Celine goes silent and he, and then he brings, he's like, why do you hate them so much? Um, and then she opens up about like what happened to her family or what she was led to believe had happened to her family. Okay. Which is what? Um, oh, sorry. (laughs) I mean, I know, I just want the the listeners to know. Yeah. So basically she, you know, goes back into the past and talks about, you know, she hears a noise, something was in the barn tearing their horses apart. Um, and the war had spilled into the war had basically spilled in onto their land or something. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wow. My throat is I've been talking a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, and so basically like it was her mom and her sister are dead and her father eventually too. She found him dead. Right. Is that right? Uh, yeah. And then she she ran up to her niece's room, uh, twins. Mm-hmm. And six year old. Uh, they had been ripped apart. Yes. Um, and then she says something waking up when she woke up, she was in his arms. Uh, Victor had followed the lichens to their home and uh, basically saved her life mm-hmm. and turned turned her into what she is right now. Exactly. OK, thank you. So that one part I did not I did not uh, know about. Okay, yeah. See, I had seen the extended cut so many times, my mind just automatically goes to it like it's part of the theatrical version. I wonder if that's why on some of the stuff I... Okay. See, I didn't know there was an extended one. That's why on some of the stuff I'm like, well, wait a minute, what about this? I wonder if they're in different orders or there some things have been removed for the extended cut or they're different. Yeah, a few scenes scenes got removed. Um, I can't really Uh, remember which, but... There was another scene where it's like <clears throat> um, basically Craven and 
oh shit, what is her name? Erica, right? Erica. Uh-huh. Okay. Erica. So basically like Craven is pissed that he can't have Celine. And so he, him and Erica go into a room and they're basically having vampire sex where they're like drinking each other's blood. Nope. Uh, not yeah. mine. So that's another scene on the extended cut. Oh, now, cause I'm sure I'm not the only one that wants to know this in your shower scene. Was it full butts or just butt crack? Um, well, there was actually full frontal in my shower scene. Oh, no. You got the full Verhoeven? Uh, yeah. Got the, the Kate oh. Beckinsale in all her glory, my friend. Oh, man. <laughs> the Paul Verhoeven vampire yeah, mix. The Paul Verhoeven cut. <laughs> all right. So go ahead. Um, I, I can't remember where I went. Now I'm thinking about Kate Beckinsale in the shower. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Well, in my cut, they show like the werewolves. They got their guns and they pile into a van, which I'm like... I okay. love the fact that both of these creatures are using weapons. Yes. And that, that actually comes next right after the story is told. We're, um, are they in a garbage truck, by the way? Because I'm thinking garbage truck. I put down van, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're wrong. Okay. I, yeah. I think in mine, they don't really show. No, I think that. Mm, Maybe I, I thought- just like, you know how you do like word association. I did like picture association where I thought they were in a giant garbage truck. <laughs> I, I thought know. they showed them loading up in the back. Yeah. I don't recall that. I just remember them inside of the vehicle loading their weapons. Hmm. Keep going. We'll see if my notes turn up anything more. Okay. So I got the lichens gearing up for war and, um, then Celine ties, uh, not ties. Uh, she handcuffs Michael to the the chair or whatever the hell it was. But she's sneaky. Yeah, she hands him a gun and she's like, uh, "If you feel yourself turning, do you do yourself a favor." <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, and so she's like, "I'll be back. I'll be back." Right. Um. She goes back home because she wants to see Daddy Vic. Um. <clears throat> okay, let me try to gather. And I love how I love how she storms in there, like she's just all this attitude now that she's back. Oh yeah, and it's like in the I got like vampire sycophants in a mansion. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, and so she goes to Victor, and Victor scolds her. He's like, "You broke the chain and the covenant. It's not been done. Not in a." what was it 12 centuries or no wait sorry third like 14 centuries or some shit like that she she broke the chain because it, the way of things is supposed to be one awake two asleep um and she will not be shown an ounce of leniency um and this is when she they they take her to her room and lock her in basically <laughs> you will go to your room you're grounded young lady hello yeah. I, oh, okay. God, shit. It got so quiet. I was worried. No, I'm trying to. Okay. I don't know how to do this. So keep, you, you keep going. Okay. You just keep going. Okay. Yeah. So I might be missing something, but in my notes where it's like, um, no, I, I don't think you're missing something. Cause in my notes, she comes in and that, um, basically Craven tells her that he has plans for them. And this is where she slaps him. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then um, when she's locked in, Craven makes a comment of like, I will not have my future queen running off with some lichen. And then Erica does not like that. 
and you can oh yeah no she's not having the, part of that yeah she's yeah. got the gas face when she heard that yeah her wheels are turning really quick in her mind <laughs> um and so the new plan is that um because amelia is on her way basically so mm-hmm. the new plan a- now is she's going to be picked up by craven's team it's a trap yeah, yeah it's such a trap yeah exactly and then Mike's trying to like shoot his chains with his gun, but it does not work. And so he can't free himself that way. Yeah. And he ends up basically after he fires the shot, the gun gets knocked out of his hand. Yeah. Right. Right. And then at the train station, there's their arrival. Yeah, and, and it's uh, uh, Craven's team. It's, it's Craven's team. Yes, exactly. Um, and then now. There's a couple clearly female werewolves, but have you seen, I mean, female, sorry, female vampires, but have you seen any female werewolves at all? You know, I have not. Okay. Cause I'm like, are there just all men werewolves? Which I'm fine with that. Don't get me wrong. But I'm like, where are the women? Are they at home cooking? <laughs> now that you bring it up, I do find that odd. Yeah. That uh, all of the lichens are men. Yeah. I was just, okay. I just wanted to get your take on that. Cause I thought maybe I'd miss something or anyway. Yeah. No, okay. it's all it's all men. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. And Amelia, doesn't she just like her outfit and everything screams like goth vampire queen of the dam type thing? Oh, very much queen of the dam. Yeah. Very much queen of the dam. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, very much. Um, and so they there's like a flashlight that arrives the signal of the train. Yeah, basically everything's okay. Is it now? <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't know that. I do love how like, the crew kind of gives it a little pause and then the, the, you hear the wolf howls. Oh yeah. And then Amelia is like, what the hell's going on? You know, she's looking uh, yeah. around. Yeah. And then there's gunshots, carnage and bloodshed. Yeah. And I, I got train massacre. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And there's two men on the outside are just standing by and letting it all happen. Yeah. There's like, eh, whatever. We don't care. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Um, and then um we ha- we're back at the mansion right yeah yeah right selena's looking down like out of her window from her confinement and that's where um erica pulls that switch down and all the lights go out and the alarm goes on yeah and you see victor like what is going on now yeah and she uh erica enters selene's room with that key and some ammo and Celine's like, why are you helping me? And she's like, I'm not helping me. I'm help- I'm not helping you. I'm helping myself. <laughs> right. And I thought that was such an Erica thing to say, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's but like you know a- what? <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> oh, no. I was just like, she's a total, total uh, gossip girl right there. <laughs> well, and, you know, she's not even, like, trying to hide it. She's, like, blatantly honest about what she's doing. Yeah. She's like, this is about me, not about you. Exactly. She's got, I, I've got ambitions. Uh, me and Craven are going to rule the vampire coven, and you're not part of that. So exactly right. Go right, off right. and do what you got to do. And the minute Celine's out, she runs and tells on her. <laughs> <laughs> I love that too. I mean, it's just like CW all the way right there, man. Yeah, I do love that so much. Um, and this is where like Craven says he wants Mike's head on a platter. Yeah. And then Victor realizes that Michael is a lichen. And so. No, wait. Yeah. Isn't that because uh, wasn't Victor there and. He's like, no, okay, no, no, sorry. I, I jumped ahead. Yeah. The, not, in my notes, I have that you get more sepia flashbacks and Selena arrives back with Mike. And that's when the truck with the wolves pull up. Yeah. And uh, they start to storm the building. 
Mm-hmm. What I'm thinking of is if it's one of their safe houses, how do the lichens know where it's at? Like, did they follow Celine or do they have, did they put a tracker in Michael or something? So I was wondering about, do you think it's a weird link? Not like a tracker, but just some kind of link they have now with Michael. Oh, because they share blood memories. Okay. Yeah. Do you Maybe, think that's yeah, it? Yeah, that, that might be like they can see through his eyes almost and, and or just like know where he's at. Yeah, just like a like a pack mentality kind of sensory thing. You know Maybe. what? I Maybe. don't know. That might okay. be true because I always wondered like how how did they know where he was? Right, right. Yeah, I don't know. That's just what I'm, I'm not saying I'm right or wrong. That's just what <laughs> I was going to, that's where I went with this. That's actually. interesting. I, because I hadn't even thought of that. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. Or they could have put a tracker on him, like you said. I, who knows? Or they could have been tracking her. I don't know. Yeah, they don't look like they can afford tracking devices. Really. Well, and I, <laughs> she also seems like she'd be pretty hard to track. Like she, she doesn't seem like the. Uh, she's a pretty smart cookie. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, she is. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> okay, but anyway. So yeah, they're storming the building coming up the stairs and she's trying to fend them off. She sets Michael free. She opens the window. She tells him to jump. And he's like, what are you crazy? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, just jump. You'll survive, Michael. You know, it's kind of like lost boys. Come on, Michael. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And he lands perfectly. He like, does. He's he, very agile. He nails that superhero landing. Right. Um, but before he can do anything, the, the Popo arrive. Exactly. The two cops that were trying to get him earlier. Yep. And he tries to fight them off, but they inject him with something or other and Mm -hmm. get him in the cop car. And there's all that fog. So we really don't see what happens. Right. Yeah. It's like all kind of misty covered. It is. It's weird. It's like. Cause I thought that we were going to actually get like, cause they, but the police officers entered from each side of the back door. So both back doors were open. They both went in mm-hmm. and with it foggy like that, I thought there was going to be like an attempt to cover maybe some kind of like gory special effects. Like we would start seeing limbs fly out of the car of the police officers. <laughs> oh, that would be that's hilarious. What, that's what I thought we were going to get, but I was wrong. Yeah. I didn't even notice the fog. Actually. I was like, Oh shit. Michael got abducted. Now, now Celine's got to, you know, rescue him or something. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And so, um, then, you know, they're driving along and clearly Michael is in distress. He's, uh, he's having a lot more of the memory visions. He sees the fate of Sonia, basically the entire sequence of it. Um, and they're just like, they're, the police officers are having none of it and they just turn up the music and they're keeping on driving. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, "Mm, I would have done other things. I think people. Yeah. Yeah. And then they notice that it's, he's actually going to turn and he's not going to make it. So they have to stop the car and inject him with, uh, the enzyme to, to make him stop from turning. Right. And the one guy's like, I think I could just drive faster. I'm yeah. like, would you really tempt fate like that? I know. I mean, imagine that. Like he goes full werewolf in the cop car and just rips the top off. Yeah. And yeah, so that that's not going to happen. It's not, you know, you, your boss is going to be very upset with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also 
now they have figured out that it was a false, like back at the castle, they figured out it was a false alarm and that Amelia should have arrived by now and she has not. Right. And this is where we get Victor in like full regalia, right? Uh, well, also before, I, before that though, they show that the kind of wolves are finishing up on the train and this is where, um, is oh, it Ray? Yeah. Ray's comes in with the, uh, hypodermic needle. Exactly. Yeah. I just want to get that there real quick. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and Amelia's still alive, but basically he took the last bit of her blood. Mm-hmm. And now we're now we're back to Victor. Okay, yeah. So now we get Victor putting on his awesome outfit. By the way, mm-hmm. yeah, because before he had these like weird like uh, tubing, like uh, IV tubing. Yeah, because I guess he him. needed blood to to build his strength back, so he had to have the tubing fed directly into his veins. He couldn't just he, drink it. Yeah, he's like a giant Capri Sun. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, and so did yours have the sequence where <clears throat> I'm going to have to cut that part out. That's what you say. <laughs> did yours have the sequence where Victor, before he puts his clothing like that, uh, awesome coat. I don't know what it was, but it was like an awesome coat with a giant collar on it. Yeah. Um, before he put that on, he was pulling out the tubing and uh, those little metal things were he like he dropped the little metal things into a, into a basin and they still had like blood coming out of them. No, sir. Okay. So that must've been the extended cut too then. No, sir. Okay. And I, and I think the collar is called a Nehru collar. I think. Really? I want a jacket like that. When they don't fold down like that, I think it's, I think it's called a Nehru collar. Okay. Well, I know what to look for now because I want one of those. (laughs) (laughs) No, so I didn't see that either. That's interesting. Okay, yeah, no, not at all. Yeah, see, so it was basically, maybe they was like, oh, we don't need this sequence. It's just too long and it doesn't really play a, a role in the film. Mm-hmm. But it just shows like Victor, he's kind of pulling the pulling the tubes out of his back and he's dropping the little metal uh, syringes into a basin and they're kind of like a basin of water and there's blood, a little bit of blood coming out of them. And then it shows him putting on his like awesome outfit. Interesting. Huh? Nope. I believe you. I certainly believe you. It's just not the cut I saw. Okay. Hey, no, so there you yeah. go. And like if you can find the extended cut on uh, DVD or Blu-ray, I definitely recommend it. Oh yeah, totally. Totally. See, I didn't even think to look because I don't know why, but when we do things like this, I would, I would just do the theatrical one. Cause I figured that's the one most people would have seen. Yeah. And sometimes like I go with a theatrical cut, but I think the only version I have of it. Oh no, sorry, I got a digital version of it. That's the theatrical cut. But I was oh, watching. Gotcha, gotcha. I was watching the DVD extended version. Yeah, no, that, you're fine. It's kind of fun to see the differences. Yeah, it is. It, it's like the like the Riddick movies, man. Where um, when you watch the unrated or the director's cut, you find out there were some sequences that were removed from the films. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I always wonder too, like why they choose to make the cuts they do. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's either for the sake of time or to fit in with that, like rated R or rated PG 13 kind of thing. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. So we are, so in my version, I have Craven entering Victor's room or whatever, and he's like all better now. Uh, and he's telling her that Celine's disobeyed his orders and fled. Right. To, to be with the lichen. 
Mm-hmm. And that um, then she comes back with uh, Singe and yes. makes him confess to Victor. Right. And um, she's like, tell him what you told me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love how the chains come out of the floor and like trap him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of Hellraiser a little bit. Oh, um, wait, what? No, in mine, I think he's already just chained down. Really? It didn't show you the the chains, like just like doing I that? Don't, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Or maybe I'm like, maybe my mind is drawing parallels, but. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm, oh, yeah. I was going to say, I, I, I could be wrong, but I think mine, he was just chained. He was just chained down. He went into a spiel. Oh, okay. No, I, I'd have to watch the movie again, like that part of the film. But I think I saw like the chains, like either they were already attached and they were just pulling tighter, maybe. Uh, but it, oh, seemed, okay. it seemed like they were just coming out of the floor, you know, on their, of their own accord uh-huh. and like locking him down, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was cool. I always thought that's what happened, but it might not be the case. And then there was the anal probe. In my mind, it was the case. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so do you want to go into like what he was like? Okay. Yeah. So, um, so Celine's like, tell him what you told me. And then, you know, he's basically going into the story that maybe Victor knows, but the audience doesn't know that, you know, uh, a warlord in the, what was it? 17th century or 16th? I thought it was fifth century. Oh yeah. I don't know. But a Hungarian warlord, some, something yeah. or other. <laughs> um, there was a disease that ravaged a plague ravaged his village, but he was the only survivor. Somehow his body was able to shape it to his benefit. And he became the first true immortal. Uh, years later, he had a son, uh, two sons, sorry. Uh, one bitten by bat and one by wolf. Um, and then apparently a third son who walked the lonely road of mortality as a human and Victor's like poo pooing it. He's like, it's a ridiculous legend. And um, what's the guy's name? Michael Corvin or Alexander uh, uh, no, Corvinus? No. Oh, yeah, Corvinus. But I mean, the the doctor or the. Oh, Singe. Singe. Yeah. OK, yeah, Singe. Well, he's like he's like, it may be it may be a ridiculous legend or a fairy tale, but uh, our species also had an ancestor and we traced it down the line to Michael Corvin. Um. And basically, this is where he reveals the plan, right? Where he's saying, if uh, if Lucian were to inject his blood along with the blood of Michael's blood, along with the blood of a powerful elder like Amelia, mm-hmm. uh, and then Victor's like, abomination. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, Victor has faced something like this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, where right, exactly. he had to protect the species. And so he's on the war path and he's like, absolution will be yours as soon as you kill this descendant of Corvinus. And in the, in the interim, Craven has like booked it out of there and into his car. <laughs> yeah, because, fled. yeah, he's like, Lucian is dead. And he's like, according to who? <laughs> and yeah. so he's like, where's Craven? God damn it. He's a slippery little son of a bitch. Yeah. Mm hmm. Now we're with Michael and Lucian. Uh, oh, yeah. And um, mm-hmm. Michael's like, your war has nothing to do with me. And Lucian is like, ha, huh, my war. 
<laughs> yeah. I love it. It's a, uh, and basically he's right. It's, it's never been um, Lucian's war. It's always been Victor. Like Victor wanted to basically take everything from him. Right. Exactly. And they're, they're want to give Michael an enzyme shot to stop the change. Yep. And didn't they already like the police and injected him with the enzyme? So it must not act for a long period of time. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, but the uh, what does it say? Um, and then Lucian is this where Lucian tells his tale of forbidden love? Well, I was gonna say Mike spies that net the uh, medallion on Lucian's necklace. Oh so just, yeah, and he's like, I I know I know about Sonia. Michael says that. Well, we get that sepia flashback, yeah, and then yeah. that's where it's like Lucian and Sonia, and they show her being burnt at the stake, and and then there's the sunlight. Yeah. Yeah, and then Victor's necklace was hers. Yeah, and then the the wolf uh, transformation and then the escape. And then Mike awakens with the newfound knowledge of all of these things. And that's what started the the war. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, I've just got in my notes next, like Sleazy Craven appears. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I was going to say, because the wolves were slaves once and that uh, Lucian had taken a vampire for a bride. And that Victor feared the species blending. Uh, Sonia was his daughter. Um, he was she was killed for loving Lucian. And uh, like you said before, it's Victor's vampire. It's Victor's war, you know, basically. Yeah. Um, and then we have the wolves with guns arriving with Craven. And that's like the Romeo and Juliet thing you were describing. In oh, your very Instagram Shakespearean. Post. Yeah. yeah. Well, even that part and the whole Erica stuff seems very Shakespearean too. Like, oh yeah, that because. You know, you've got like the the um the very elite and then you've got like the look down upon, you know. Yeah, and her trying to like worm her way into the affections of Craven, but Craven likes Celine and Celine doesn't care <laughs> for him, and then she starts liking this Mike guy and yeah. Isn't that a song by the Jay Giles band? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole thing is just yeah, it's very uh I'm sure people will kill me for this, but it's not that far fetched from like the Twilight Saga. <laughs> it, you know, you still have these like kind of like love. Yeah. You know and, what I mean? Like, oh, she loves him, but he doesn't love her and that kind right, of thing. But it's, the, it's still kind of here. The Twilight was I, I think it was I have seen the Twilight films and it's definitely more convoluted than this because You've got Kristen Stewart kind of jumping back and forth between the affections of Jacob and um, what's the what's the sparkly vampire guy? Uh, Edward, right? Edward. Edward. Okay, there you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. I would not have come to that. Good for you. <laughs> I was trying to think of his name, the actual actor's name. It's Kristen Stewart. Uh, he played Batman. Yeah. Uh, um, shit. Fuck. Very well, actually, too. I like that movie. Um, I can see his Edward, face. Edward. 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 Something is it? No, Edward is the name. Edward is the character's name. Yeah. We um, can just do this. You keep talking. I'll look that up. You keep going with our movie. <laughs> okay. I gotta, I gotta get back on track here. You, you okay. So okay. <clears throat> Robert, Robert Pattinson. There we go. Robert Pattinson. So he's a Robert. He is a Robert. I knew I didn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> You son of a bitch. I'm in. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So I've got uh, Sleazy Craven appears and 
he's like, uh, how do you expect me to assume control of the coven now that Victor's awake? He's basically undefeatable. Um, and Lucian once again puts Craven in his place. He's like, if you had done your job, he would still be hibernating. Um, but that's exactly why he's put his whole plan with uh, creating a hybrid into motion or becoming a hybrid into motion. He's put that plan so Victor could finally be defeated. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Selena and Khan and the vampires showing up to fight the wolves. Aha, yes, but she's actually not there to fight the wolves. She's actually no. there to just get Michael. <laughs> Mm-hmm, exactly. Mm-hmm. She's under the guise of like being a death dealer at this Ex- point. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, Lucian and Craven, they kind of uh, have that little face off basically between them. And this is where Craven shoots Lucian. Oh, yeah, because he's like, don't even think about leaving. You may have to bleed this time to pull it off. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. then Cra- uh, Craven shoots him in the back pretty much with the. With the uh, silver nitrate bullets. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. Let me see. And then I have that, uh, basically, I put down it's on with Selena and her pals. Yeah. And then- uh, I've, I've got Selene as a badass right now. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. And then you've got, uh, I put down the Lucian's toast. And that, uh, is it Ray's? Yeah, Ray, fight. he's pissed. Yeah. And he's fighting the guy with the whips. Yeah, and so his- Oh, man, his werewolf transformation is freaking amazing. He now, I, I found him very hard to understand throughout most of the duration of this film. Is it because his voice is so deep? Well, I thought I think they did something to his voice too. It says that that's his actual voice. That he there was no uh, there were no effects done on it like that's just are you serious yes that's just how he talks that's what he sounds okay all right then yes i guess it was just i'm not making fun of the gentleman i just i thought it was like uh, like monkeyed with like in post-production no that interesting so he might actually be french or haitian oh and uh like him attempting to speak in a somewhat legible english accent is very difficult maybe with fangs stuck in his mouth. Right. And plus his voice is so his voice is so freaking deep. Where it's gotcha. like you know, it's kind of like um in the remake of The Longest Yard where you've got that uh that really tall pro wrestler guy. Um and when he talks, you can't understand what he's saying, partly because he's like uh Punjabi and the other part is because he's so huge and his voice is very deep. Okay. I'm gonna have to trust you on that one because I've never seen that. Oh, you've I'm never not- seen it. Okay. Mm-mm, no, I'll trust you on that one. It's with Adam Sandler. It's another Sandler film. <laughs> oh, gotcha. I, um, hmm. So there's Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> oh, shit. And he's pretty close. Um, I liked uh, Punch Drunk Love. I like I liked Jack and Jill. Um, <laughs> and what's the other one? I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Oh um, yes, where they got um they got married to get the benefits. Yeah. Uh-huh. I yeah. can't remember what other ones I've seen that I actually Oh, Wedding Singer was fun for what it was. I do like Drew Barrymore a lot. A lot. She like negated it, you know what I mean? Like my like for her was stronger than my <laughs> <laughs> So you didn't you've never seen Little Nikki or um Oh no, Happy I Gilmore. saw Little 
I saw Little Nicky. My son wanted to see that. I actually took him to see that in the theater. Uh, the other one, what was it? Uh, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore no. and um, uh, no shit. The other Big Daddy. No. Okay. Um, see, there was Happy Gilmore, and then there was Billy Madison, where he's uh, no. go, he goes back to school. No, I okay. didn't see that one. No. Wow, mm-hmm. I no. really would have thought you had seen those. Mm-mm. No. I present I'm, to you Henry Winkler covered in bees. <laughs> <laughs> now you have my attention. <laughs> I probably, I honestly have probably seen more of his later movies. Really? Okay. Yeah. And not even a lot of those, but probably more from that time frame of Mr. Sandler. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And also I'm not a huge comedy fan. Oh, I see. I thought you were, I thought you were like as much into comedy as you are into like horror and that type of thing. Oh no, 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 no. Okay. Um, not that I hate comedy. It's just not my first go-to because I honestly, I'm so warped and twisted that most general comedies I'm like, that's not, I don't find this funny. So you're into those dark comedies. (laughs) Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, most of the comedies that people like find like distasteful, those are probably the ones that I would enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you see um oh man, I see that I'm drawing a blank and it was such a good movie. Deathgasm. Yes, Deathgasm. Oh yeah, I like Deathgasm. I would consider that a, a dark comedy horror film. Yeah, I like Deathgasm quite a bit. I love that movie so much. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, just like your basic, like, I don't know. I can't explain. Just like your big budget, you know, uh, what was some of uh, like Beverly Hills Cop? I didn't. That kind of stuff. It just doesn't appeal to me. Oh, well, that's more like I would call that like action comedy, perhaps. What about but, The Golden Child? What did you think of that? I would never see something like that. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all my kind of thing. Our friendship is shattered. Yeah, that that was that's the one where you and I probably differ the most on, like with that. You've probably seen way, way, way more comedies than I have. Yeah, for sure, I, for sure. Because I am like I'm into the, not so much the action genre, but I would say the the horror fantasy action type stuff where you know where you know Dead Heat things like that, mm-hmm. um, and also. Lethal Weapon and Beverly Hills Cop because it has kind of a a comedic injection to it where it's not just like some straight laced serious type of uh, drama action movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. I do like action films, but mine are probably more of the like uh, exploitation end of it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, Action Jackson and oh yeah, uh-huh. I'm gonna get yeah. you, sucker. Uh. Mm. More like Action Jackson. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Like 70s action, uh, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I, I'm really in stuff like that. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I definitely have no problem. Like, it's not like I'm judging anybody because everyone's like into their own thing. It's just like comedies were never really my jam per se. Yeah, that's 
That's cool. I mean, we're not supposed to like everything that's the same. Oh, yeah, no. But see, we talked about this earlier. That's like a lot of times, like I'm more, way more, way more open to it now. But like when I was younger, like I did not want my comedy mixed with my horror at all. Like that was a big turnoff. Yeah, I think we talked about that when we did uh, the Evil Dead films. Mm-hmm. Or like the like Transylvania 6, 5000, something like that. I'm like, no, I do not need this in my life. Is that the Leslie Nielsen one? Uh, no, that's the one with Gina Davis, Jeff Goldblum, and the blonde guy. Oh, help me. Oh, help. It was just there and it's gone. Ed Bagley Jr. Okay, what was the one where... Um... Oh, Repossessed? Nope. No. Oh. Um, I'm thinking of another vampire movie. It had Jim Carrey. Uh, oh, was it Once Bitten? Yes, there it is. Once Bitten. Yes, yeah, see that? I just not. No, thank you, though. <laughs> so that you would never, never even think of seeing that. I just actually. So there's Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth. And then <laughs> maybe Jim Carrey and then Adam Sandler. <laughs> I love the mask. Like I love the mask so much because he's wearing a mask. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> he's just so um, ex- oh, like extreme to me. I'm like, I can't, I can take him in small doses, but yeah. like a lot of Jim Carrey is like a lot of Jim Carrey. It's like too much, too much. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, Oh, I, I think I need to go now. <laughs> <laughs> He seems so intense. Yeah. Oh, man. He seems so intense and it. He seems so intense and it seems like he really doesn't need me to like him because he's got himself. <laughs> wow. And it seems, uh, especially like early on, it was almost like it was all for an audience. Like, I'm not a comedian to be a comedian. It's like, I'm starved for attention. I, I will do anything to have someone look at me. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And that's Underworld, boys and girls. Oh, shit. That's <laughs> the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, my God, shut up. Until next time. Stay spooky. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. right. It's like, when are they going to start talking about Underworld again? Can we just fast forward through this I part? Know. I'm sorry. Okay. So, <laughs> but that's part of the charm. I exactly. Mean. Exactly. Um, but so, um, yeah, where were we? Now? <laughs> so she splits, so she splits off away from Khan and Khan takes the troops one way. She has the other way. Oh, right there. And, and they're in those like kind of catacomb tunnels almost where. Yeah. Uh huh. Exactly. It's very claustrophobic, very claustrophobic. And Lucian has come too by now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and once she, again, um, we've we're treated to werewolves running along the walls like uh, aliens. Mm-hmm, exactly. And this is where we get that really cool scene where she's got that wolf coming like up on her tail and she like fires at him and then does that slow motion air flip. Oh, yeah. Lands and reloads her gun. Yeah. It's like they just put that in there because it looked cool. Oh, totally. 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 Which I'm fine with that. Um and then that's where uh, Khan and his men, they like hear that growl, but it's just like that. The opening is just like black. You can't see anything. Right. And that and I they, think they were going for a jump scare there. Oh, yeah. And they empty their rounds only to be attacked from the other side. From the side. <laughs> the, the, there's lichens everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere. Um, and then this is where Celine's on her move. And then Craven is uh, 
was it? Oh, is oh he's climbing. He's climbing, but he hears the arrival of Victor. Yes, and then I've um Craven frightened by Victor's arrival, so he drops back down the tunnel. Yeah, but he falls on the, the ground with like strewn with body parts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what from when Celine dropped the grenade into the into that little enclosure there and just like blew everybody to pieces. Oh, yeah, surely. Yes, that makes sense. And then uh Mike sees that shadow of the wolf, like with those plastic, like uh what would you call it? Oh, the, they're in meat like, packing places, right? Yeah, I thank you. I was gonna say like meat lockers. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then Celine arrives and shoots the wolf. Yeah. And then she frees Mike and explains everything to him. And you could see the the tender moment in their eyes that they share. Right, point. exactly. And exactly. Well, Lucian sees it. He's like, mm-hmm. my yeah, will Lu- will be done. Exactly. And then we get that scene of the wolf munching on the vampire. Ah, oh, that's Khan, man. Uh, poor Khan. I really liked him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, well, that I think that's interesting, too. So we get, I think I'm right in this statement. We get one African-American per monster, right? Am I right? Because there's not, <laughs> Holy am I correct? Shit. Wow, you make a good point. I never even thought of that. Oh, no, I noticed that like right away. After I noticed there were no women werewolves, I'm like, oh, and we also get just one African-American per monster. <laughs> we've got Ray's and everybody yeah. else is white. Then we've got Khan and everybody uh-huh. else is white. I'm pretty sure I'm right in that. I don't think there's any more African-Americans, like even in the background. I think that's it. Yeah. You know what? I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So much for racial diversity. That's interesting. Now, Mm -hmm. I wonder, I wonder if uh, there was any gay representation in there. In my mind, there was. (laughs) Like you think, you think Craven and and Lucian were actually gay for each other, maybe. (laughs) No, I thought it was those two that were fighting. Um. Which the, ones? Were, the werewolves that were fighting each other and they made him put their clothes back on. Oh, I call him uh, long haired Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> and the other one. <laughs> and the other one. Yeah. And the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those, those were a couple in my mind. They're like, let me scratch you. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't even. Let me see. To me, in a vampire movie, you've got to have gay representation somewhere without even noticing it. You know what I mean? I it's, think like, vampires. I think vampires are like pansexual. Mostly. Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. They'll basically fuck anything. Or sorry, not anything, but any other vampire. Yeah. Uh, to me now, uh, you're not going to like this at all. <laughs> Celine, I, to me, she is just so cold. I don't find her like, of course, Kate Beckinsale is hot. Um, but I do not find her as kind of, in this movie, she's not like, uh, like you said, cold. Yeah. She's yeah. not really interested in love. She's interested in revenge and killing as many werewolves as she can. She's single-minded and mm-hmm. she sees nothing else to right. me. That character. It's like, that. this is just how I am. This is, she's just wired that way. But yeah. I also think near the end, Michael starts to like break through that wall and because she she basically comes to save his ass. And like, what other reason would there be to save his ass unless she's kind of fallen for him in a way? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But to be honest with you, the way he looks, I'd want no part of that. because He's like <laughs> really weird looking. He reminds me of Nightcrawler. 
Nike. Oh, when he when he becomes a hybrid, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Like he could be like Nike Prowler's brother. You know, I couldn't get. All right, when I was writing my notes last night, I was like, after his transformation, I couldn't think of the name. So I was like, Night Walker, Night, uh, Night. Some no, maybe it doesn't have anything to do with Night. So I just gave up on the whole thing. I was like, never mind. Yeah, no, he totally reminded me of like the. Like that whole vibe I was getting of it was Nightwalker. Yeah. I was expecting something a little bit more like monstrous. Okay, um, so I was, I know we're like so jumping. I'm so sorry, everybody that's still, still with us. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, But to me, it was kind of a letdown. It was because, were you expecting like the hybrid to be something more? Like more bigger, yeah. more, uh, yeah. I mean, it's like you slapped blue paint on him and gave him fangs and greasy hair. Okay. Right. Yeah. I was expecting, yeah. I was expecting something much different. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. And we'll talk about that when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. We're almost at the end of the movie. Just bear We're with so us. so close everybody. Um, so just another hour to go. Oh, um, and then let's see. Um, oh, so now we're uh, down in the sewer, right? Because we have Vic, Victor down there um, um, with a sword, right? Well, not yet because Craven, oh. uh, Craven is the first one to meet up with Celine, and Craven shoots Michael with the silver nitrate. Okay, so I've got. So who does Vic choke and then kill with a sword? Uh, oh, Victor kills Ray's. Oh, okay. Thank you. Okay, go ahead. Um, okay. So after that, I see, I thank you. I forgot about that scene and poor Ray's too. It's like the, the two African-American folks on, on both sides, they're, they're dead now. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to add for a horror movie, the African-American representation is made a lot farther than they do in most other horror movies. And this is true. This Usually is true. they're there and they're like the very first person to be killed. Yes. Um, so yeah, they, they at least got their screen time. They got to, you know, wreck shop a little bit. Um, I'm still not saying this is a perfect, you know, <laughs> movie for <laughs> the uh, African-American populace out there no, by any no. stretch of the imagination. Okay, go ahead. But, um, yeah. Okay. So then after the, uh, after Ray's death scene by Victor and Victor hisses at him while plunging the sword into him, um, <clears throat> Celine and Michael are making their escape only to meet up with Craven and Craven does not like what he sees. So he shoots Michael and uh, Michael's got the silver nitrate in his blood. Uh, Craven is telling Celine about the true nature of Victor and how, uh, how it was Victor, not the Lycans who killed his, who not his killed her family. Mm-hmm. Um, and she doesn't believe him still. He's like, I don't care what you believe. Just come with me. And uh, Lucian is still alive and shoves a sword right through his calf. Yeah. Or ankle, something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, he stopped because I don't know if you said this, but like Celine reminded him of Sonia. Oh, yes. Yes, that's right. He's like, he, you, you reminded him of his beloved daughter, the daughter he condemned to death. Mm hmm. Um, yes. Yeah. And then he was going to put the final bullet in Michael, but it was Lucian who stopped him by shoving a sword through his ankle or leg, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and then Lucian is basically with his dying breath. He's like, bite him. 
and then playing in her mind is uh what's that guy's name again uh singe right oh the doctor yeah singe? okay yeah okay. his words is like half vampire half lichen stronger than both <laughs> and so it's like she decides to bite him to save his life mm-hmm. yes. um and then craven takes off victor picks selene up tosses her against the wall like she's a rag doll wait hang on one second oh does, okay does does craven shoot lucian uh i can't remember so does in he... mine i have um oh yes because lucian is like because selene is biting selene is biting michael lucian is like my will is done so he's like you can kill me now and so yeah. craven shoots him and then takes off there we go okay thank you all right okay now now victor pulls Pulls her off Mike. Yeah. And uh, Victor picks Michael up, looks at him, hisses, and then throws Michael through the brick wall. And um, actually, Scott Speedman suffered a concussion in that scene because Holy moly. the wall, uh, apparently some part of the wall like landed on him or there was a, there was a faux pas with it. And uh, he actually hurt himself. So he suffered a concussion in that scene. How horrible. Hello. Uh, yeah, I'm still here. Okay. I, I thought you were going to say more. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, that's just awful. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty bad. It's like the actor, like it's it's like you think it's all fun and games until someone oh, yeah. gets hurt. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's awful. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then we know that Mike has become a monster because it's monster eyes. Yes. And it's like, did you notice that he first like when werewolves turn their eyes become almost silver? And then, um, and then his eyes turn black. So it's like it. he he went from like werewolf to just like his eyes going full black, and then his skin and his face like he started to turn with the werewolf, and then it went back into like a human kind of form. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were just greeted with some kind of really taller version of Scott Speedman. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A wet Scott Speedman. A wet Scott Speedman, basically. Yeah. With like blue right. skin. Blue skin. Yeah. yeah. And fang. <laughs> right. Right. I really did. I don't mean to like take away from anything, but I just. I really like you. I just expected I, more. I think I expected more of like a creature. Yes, because the w- the way they described they were like a hybrid would be a variation of werewolf and vampire, but neither. And, you know, just. Um, we got neither. S- give us something, people. I mean, come <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and then this is when like Celine uh, basically confronts Victor, except he doesn't deny a thing, a single thing. He just like kind of you know, owns up to it, but he's also like, well, I gave you immortality. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, like, <laughs> I took all this away, but is right. the gift I bestowed upon you so much better than that? <laughs> mm. It's like, really? I, I mean, for me, I, I would rather have my family back, you know? Well, and then like, once that person finds out, they're not going to want to spend eternity with the monster that killed their family. Oh, you know absolutely I'm saying? not. Yeah. Yeah. I, every day you live with that in the back of your head, it's like, is today the day that they're going to find out and like hate me for eternity because we can't die? Exactly. And then like, he just kind of shrugs it off. Yeah. Uh, he's like, like, oh. he's like, 
you know, I was forced to do what was necessary to protect the species. And, and I'm about to do that again. And she's like, I don't think so. <laughs> and that's also when he, when he sees the, the uh, medallion around Lucian's neck. Oh, yeah. And he was explaining that Sonya was pregnant by Lucian. Right. He's like, I loved my daughter, but the abomination growing inside of her was a betrayal. Mm-hmm. And then did you, now in your cut, did you have the Madonna song, Papa Don't Preach, start to play then? <laughs> or did it they was, have the rights for it? It was Papa Don't Preach, but it was done by, um, it was done by Pussifer. So, you know, we had Maynard, Maynard James Keenan doing Papa Don't Preach. As only it should be. Yeah. There you go. Oh. Which um, I got I to mention, like, awesome soundtrack to this movie. I absolutely adore this soundtrack. I know there was music in it, but it... It wasn't front and... Front and center. Does that to me? It was like very, like much in the background. Yeah, it was. I think it was meant to be very subdued because. Yeah, it was exactly. That's yeah. how I would say it. Yeah, they yeah. wanted like the the scenes and the action and everything else to kind of take place. But like, if you listen good, you can hear it's still there. Mm-hmm. But what it didn't like take over the scenes. No, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is a good thing. Yeah, it was there for like, um, you know background ambience kind of thing uh-huh yes yeah um who's all on the, the soundtrack uh got a lot of pussifer songs let's see see i i just love maynard so much and it's like that's all i can think of right now okay gotcha okay that's fine i didn't mean to put you on spot okay we can go oh, ahead. that's fine I'll, I'll like i'll look it up and i'll let you know oh no worries no worries um so basically they're like mike and Mike and Victor are having a fight. Yeah. Now, I think because I was so underwhelmed, I pretty much thought Victor was going to just kick Mike's blue butt. <laughs> really? Like, like I, I knew I knew something was up. Excuse me. I knew something was up the minute, like, uh, Michael was doing his little vanishing act and reappearing. And I was like, okay, th- mm. this is going to give him some trouble, even though Victor is supposed to be the strongest one. Yeah, I just pretty much thought, yes, Celine's going to have to save your butt. On this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but for a while, it would seem like Mike was winning. But then, you know, like, you know, Victor would win and everything. Um, and then you get those three vampires that come in there with their guns. Oh, are they vampires yeah. or are they werewolves? Oh, uh, no, those are vampires. I thought so. I thought so. Okay. And then so Mike goes down. And finally, like, Celine decides to intervene with everything. But then Victor just like bops her. Oh yeah, <laughs> he what is that a clothesline? Would you call that? Uh, I I guess he clotheslined her, <laughs> or like a reverse clothesline and just yeah. like thrusts her into the wall. Yeah, yeah. And then Vic's like, "Time to die," to Mike. And then Celine takes flight with Vic's sword. And oh again, yeah, that looked like some strap of video game to me. Um, yeah, that was beautiful scene though. I mean, just, uh, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I'm not saying it's bad. That does not, when I say that, that's not like a bad thing or anything like that. Like I'm not making fun of it. I'm not saying, but it just did look like imagery from a video game Yeah, to me. Yeah. To me. Um, and then, uh, she takes flight with Victor's sword and then he, he draws his two little knife things. Yeah. He's got those uh, awesome little daggers like where the hell did those come from were he were they hiding in his sleeve or something probably and then she ra- <laughs> and then the, the next scene she like raises the little bloody sword 
But yeah, he's still standing. He's still standing there. For yeah, us. he kind of tilts his head to the side, and then you see yeah. like the little slice go through, and right, <laughs> it's like bye bye, Victor. Kind of slides like a honey baked ham. Oh man. <laughs> oh, and again, Celine did have to save Mike's ass. Um, she did, and I'm wondering was yeah. it, was it because like he, um. Okay, so he's a hybrid, supposedly stronger than both, but he's like, you know, just coming into his power, so he doesn't know what he's capable of as yet. Um, I think like, strong women turned him on. He just wanted to see her do it. <laughs> like, would it have been really lame if he had just been like this, all of a sudden, this hybrid hulking mass thing that just like destroyed the strongest vampire or what what was told to us as being the strongest vampire? Yeah. I kind of think it was me. He was just coming into his own. Yeah, he was you like know, a baby, you know, like. Yeah, it was, that's how I'm taking it. I, you know what I mean? I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking, too. But I still like her so much that she's so kick-ass. She will always be more kick-ass than Michael, no matter what. Oh, absolutely. I don't <laughs> care, hybrid or not, like, Celine is the the MF and vampire goddess. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I want her to like next movie. She's like Celine, but as a school bus driver that takes no crap from anyone. <laughs> I said, sit down. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I just her like her character. I love this character so much. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Uh, Then uh, let's see here. Um. And then for she like when she approaches from behind, I'm like, were they trying to like make us think that she was going to attack him for some reason? Because like never in a million years did I think that she was going to like do anything to hurt Mike. Yeah, like, that was never in my mind, even if they were trying to set that up that way. I don't know. And for the um, briefest of moments, I did like I didn't think that Celine was going to attack her. I thought that Michael was going to attack Celine. Oh, I didn't even go there. I, I bet that's what they're trying to do. I did not even go there. Thank you for saying that. That didn't even enter my mind because he's such a wuss and she's Celine. Like, I'm like, surely he wouldn't even try that. But yeah, well, I bet that's what they were doing. Yeah. Because he looked um, really angry and he was just kind of staring at her and they're, they're doing this whole stare down thing. And it's like, uh, are you guys going to fuck or fight? What's going on here? I wonder if he was trying to figure out who she was. Like get his bear, you know what I mean? Like get his bearings and everything. Really? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Huh? Because, you know, he's been thrown around and he, he's gone through all these changes and stuff and yeah. he, he's growing hair in various places, you know, <laughs> and, and not in others where he should be. Right. <laughs> Werewolf my butt. Oh man. Um, but I so did that, like how at the, um, you know, after he kind of reverts back to human form, the lichens all kind of bow down or, or yeah, like back exactly. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she has a necklace with a medallion on it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they're back at the vampire place. And you see the doctor's bloody body. Bloody yeah. body there. That's and the blood say. kind of leaking, leaking down into the ground of uh, what we come to know as Marcus's tomb. Mm-hmm. And there's a voiceover. Right. You- for the life of me, I can't remember. There's like, she doesn't know what the future was is going to hold, but she can only assume that they're going to be hunted like the werewolves that she's hunted or something like that. Yeah. She's talking about those two slain vampire elders. Yeah. And then soon Marcos will take, Marcus will take the throne. 
uh, was allegiances will be made and she'll become the hunted. And then you see the little blue eyes open and they turn dark. Yes. And th- right then and there, like before they even came out with underworld evolution, I was like, as soon as his eyes turned to black, I was like, he's a fucking hybrid. Oh, okay. See, I, I know none of this because I don't remember a thing. <laughs> oh, you didn't see underworld evolution then? No, I, I saw them, but like oh, I said, okay. I don't remember a thing. Like I saw these probably when they came out, so it's probably been close to two decades. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, but- Like okay. I don't think I watched them again and again. I think I probably saw them once in the theater and then maybe I bought them on DVD and watched them one more time at home and that was- Oh, okay. These, were, these weren't movies I watched on repeat like I would have like a, like, I don't know, like probably the 13th or Alien or something like that. I, I don't think I watched these again and again and again, to okay. the best of my knowledge. Yeah, I see. think my I think my son may have been more into these than I. I think my, my Tyler, I mm-hmm. think he may have been maybe more into these. Now, what was my jam? Um uh was the Resident Evil movies. Ooh, see, we gotta we definitely gotta talk about that. At yeah, some I point. like I like those quite a bit. Uh because I watched those about as many times as I watched the <laughs> watch well, the underworld not- franchise. <laughs> Now you will you will still be like probably more uh, versed in those than I, but those are the ones I did. I saw all of them. Like I didn't stop with that franchise. I, I did see all of them. I think there wasn't there one or two animated ones. I saw the animated ones uh, as well. Yeah, there were three animated ones. Oh, maybe I didn't see all of them then. Well, but yeah, I did see two at least for sure that I. I think I watched of. it so much I wore off Mila Jovovich's clothing. Hopefully. I probably watched it so much I put more on her. <laughs> oh man. No, I do like her too. I just have a thing for like very uh just I don't need no man kick ass women. I think it's because my mom, she was a pretty tough lady. I mean, not like this. It's not like she ever put on leather and just kicked people and then threw swords at them. Like, <laughs> but, you know, she's a pretty strong female type. She uh, no, I get what you're saying. And I'm also a fan of the kick-ass chicks. But I think um, in this era of filmmaking, they're overdoing it with like where they're kind of emasculating the men and instead of, you know, letting the kick-ass chicks be kick-ass chicks. And they don't have to be good at everything. They can also be vulnerable at the same time. Um, Because as we see, like Kate Beckinsale she can't do it all. She's like, she's vulnerable at certain points. Um, and she has feelings, but it's like the, the newer, the newer women are like, I don't need no stinking man. Men are good for nothing. And women, women rule the world kind of thing. And it's just like, yeah, but you know, guys like to watch kick ass women do things. That's great. But then when you're starting to put men down, it's like you're, you're drawing a line in the sand there kind of. You know? Uh, yeah. Gotcha. So, sorry. Am I like way off or like, no, I'm just thinking some men should be put down. <laughs> <laughs> I have a list of the people I prefer to be put down and I'll just give it to Celine. Um, now just really quick before we go any further though, I love this movie. Do you, do you know about razor blade smile? I do not. So it's, not on the budget, uh, like budget of, of this franchise at all. It's much smaller one, um, but it was from 1998. And the female vampire in that movie is very much like this one. She decides to just become like a like an assassin, like a hired assassin. It's really fun. Um, 
anyone out there, I recommend tracking down Razorblade Smile. Um, I don't think it's got a Blu-ray release. I don't think. Um, but if you can get a hold of the DVD or watch it, like I, I don't know if it's on Amazon or anything, but it's such a fun movie. I it would pair really well with this one. Watch Razorblade Smile first, so you're not like like let down like by like all the you know uh, bells and whistles that Underworld has to offer. Uh, and then watch Underworld a- afterwards, but it's a really fun movie that I highly recommend. That one I did watch a lot. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, I'm I'm actually looking for it right now because I want to see it. It's pretty fun. Like, yeah. Now, like I said, it's it's done on a much lower budget, but it's I recommend it a lot. Um. So, Rob, <laughs> now that we've taken twenty <laughs> hours to talk about a movie, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> did uh, Did you enjoy it? Oh man, I I don't even think you should ask me that. I mean, come on now. After knowing how many times I've watched this movie and basically am able to quote pretty much the entire thing. Um, But yes, I thoroughly enjoyed it and I think I will always enjoy it. That's cool. That's awesome. And would you recommend people to see this? Hell yeah. That's cool. I would recommend... I mean, I don't think everybody, I don't think it would be for everyone because it does, it's more action oriented than it is horror. But if you're a fan of like monsters and especially werewolves and vampires, then I do think you're going to enjoy it. So I'm glad you said that because when I was doing my post on IMDb, it's not even listed as horror. Really? What's it listed as? Uh, A fantasy action. And is it drama? Uh, thriller. I'm sorry. Action, fantasy, and thriller. Wow. So it's not even listed as horror, even though we have vampires and werewolves. There's no so would listing hmm, as horror. I want. Would it be? Would we call it horror then? Because if it's just more like um, it's got monsters in it. Sure. So I wanted to ask you because of that. That's hmm. why I'm glad you brought this up. Would you say it's a horror movie? I would say it's um action slash horror but very very light on the horror like almost with horrific elements perhaps yeah because after i was thinking about that i'm like yeah i guess they're kind of really i mean you do have vampires and werewolves but there's no real moments of horror Mm. yeah there no there there isn't it's we've got like tons of creature feature stuff but uh and you've got gore you know, with the attack, but it's not like they're right. Like really attacking each other in, in like vampire or werewolf ways per se a lot. Hmm. It's more like with guns or yeah, weapons. Yeah, definitely. So I'm okay. Wow. I may have to change that and take out the horror it and just call it like comic book action. Uh, I, 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 Fantasy, it doesn't seem right. Like fantasy is like dragons and shit, man. Um, I, I just can't see that being under the fantasy genre. Oh, okay. So fantasy is where you're taking issue with it. Interesting. Now, see, to me, okay. So <laughs> since you have werewolves and you have the vampires, but they aren't actually acting as such per se, that's where I would say it's more of a fantasy because you have like fantastical creatures that aren't necessarily acting as such. Does that ah, make any sense? Oh yeah, it does. Okay. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Cause when See, I, first, when cause I when think I, of fantasy, I think of like, um, like, uh, what was it? Conan 
and like crawl, you know, that, that kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. yeah. it's just like, uh, or even Hercules, you know? Yeah. Like more the uh, sword and sorcerer. Kind yeah. Of thing. Like that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm thinking more, I, I guess in that vein, like free gay porn. <laughs> free gay porn. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pro wrestling. But yeah, exactly. But yeah, because I'm like, because at first I was like, it's horror. You know, that was like, like my knee jerk when I saw it wasn't on there. I'm like, well, is it? You know, because it, because it does have your traditional horror characters, but mm -hmm. they're not really behaving as such. I don't know. I thought it was very interesting. It really made me like think about it quite a bit. So anyway, that's, that's neither here nor there. Me, as far as this, it was like a lot of fun. Um, I would almost say you have to watch it maybe two times <clears throat> because that first half of it, you're really just trying to figure out who's doing what and you know, who's on what side and everything. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think maybe to get some better enjoyment of it, once you get it all underneath your wing, go back and watch it again when you kind of know who's who. Um, cause it goes really fast. Like there's no, I don't think there's a lot of down parts in the movie at all. No, there's um, very little downtime. I don't know how long yours was. Mine was two hours and like one minute. It did not feel that way. Um, it went very quickly and I think it would be very easy to watch it and then go back and watch it again real quick. Oh um, yeah. I, I yeah. would say so too. It is like, it's a little bit longer than two hours. I think with all the extra thing put in, it's probably like maybe 10 more minutes of footage. Okay. So like two eleven something around there. Yeah. Probably, um, yeah. It's super stylized. Um, I think what dates it for me is the color. Like that all oh, like blue that, look. Yeah, the, the blue tones. Yeah. That dates it even more than the whole like matrixy thing is the colors, like the that that color choice that the directors made or the well, you know what? The matrix does the same thing, but they do it with kind of a greenish tint. Exactly. And that dates the matrix for me too. Like or like the saw films kind of had that like washed out color to them too. Oh Just, yeah, the whitewashing. Yep. Yeah, there was like a whole like time in cinema where this was a thing to do. Like just we're taking like one color and we're just going to stick with all the hues of that color. Um, and th and that always to me puts these films in that time, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, that's really the only thing that, and, and some of the, well, some of the CGI, CGI is a little bit like the inside of their chest and stuff was a little dated looking too. I thought the CGI on that, but there's only like two scenes of that. So it's not like the whole movie's like that. Yeah. Um, but not enough that's going to uh, deter from your enjoyment of this. I, I think would it's say, still very fun. Yeah. Like the the CGI you're talking about, that's probably where they were overdoing it with the early 2000s CGI where they're like, oh, hey, we can do this with computers, you know? Yes. Yeah. Ex I was going to say, yeah, exactly. It's like, we could do this, so let's stick it in the film. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where it really wasn't even necessary very much. No. Yeah. Um, but as far as like, it doesn't even bother me the whole like, you know, jump up in slow motion and land and fire. Like, I'm totally fine with that. I think it's cool. <laughs> um, it doesn't bother me one iota. Yeah, this is very, this is very action kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. And I'm I'm totally fine with that. Um, <laughs> or if you really want to go way out there, watch this and then the Twilight movie. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Watch um, Razorblade Smile first. And yes. then Underworld and then Twilight. Yes. 
<laughs> or I want to like mash the two together. So like the Twilight characters, but they're behaving like this. I didn't really like the characters in Twilight, though. Oh, no. But I want them to behave like this. <laughs> oh, you want them to behave like uh, feckless children. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Like be, be like, you know. So suddenly Kristen Stewart's like all like badass and she's just jumping around. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I still um, like, I hate what she did to like both Jacob and Edward, but I, I could care less about Edward, but like Jacob probably more. I, I care what she did, like playing with, playing with both of their emotions like that. You know, I don't know what I want. I love uh, you, but I don't know. <laughs> it's interesting. I, did not care for her as an actress in those movies. But like after that, things I've seen her in, like I love her as an actress, like a uh, personal shopper is amazing. I love what her in the under- runaways as Joan Jett. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, underwater was good. Yeah. Underwater uh, was good. I liked her in Charlie's angels. I, I'm a big, I, I'm a big fan of Miss Stewart's. I think she's pretty cool. Um, I now, think it's just that whole audience where, um, because whoever, I can't remember the name of the person who wrote the novelization. Oh yeah. Um, I know what you're I, talking about. I think that, you know, it's not her, it's just her character. I don't like the character that she played because she didn't know what the hell she wanted. <laughs> basically. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, for me, it was just too much like hanging around with the kids I teach. I'm like, I could just go back to school and do this and get paid. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I hope I'm OK saying this. So our next movie is going to be Trick or Treat. Oh, yeah. I had forgotten what we were going to do next, but thank you. Yes. OK, so Trick or Treat. Um, and then if you want to reach out to us on Instagram, which people have been doing, so I appreciate that. Uh, it's at uh, Midnight Mass Creature Cast. That's right. And if you have recommendations or if you have a request to kind of put in the little lottery there, you can reach us also at mmccpod at gmail.com. Yeah. Or if you know me on Instagram, just like shoot me a message and uh, I'll probably get back to you. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we do have some other people who have reached out and we will uh, be working those movies in to the uh, rotation as well. We're excited about covering those. That's right. Um, we'll be adding them to the list. I know we're so excited. I'm very excited because some of them are seventies movies and I, that's my jam. Um, so as always, we appreciate you for sticking around because the more the scarier, I always say. That's right. And until next time, we hope that you stay spooky. <laughs>